recording right now. So beautiful. All right. So I guess first of all, just wanted to kind of uh, say thank you to everybody for joining us. I'm here with my co-host Sean McCoy, and this is something that. Uh, well, I guess I should say I'm also I'm Joshua Carlton. For those that don't know me, a tattooist for 28 years. I'll kind of tell my story a little bit later on why I'm doing a podcast that's a little more related to health. But honestly, it's not going to be just health. It's going to be, we like to talk conspiracy. We like to talk, uh, we love Joe Rogan. We like to talk about all kinds of stuff. So today is going to focus a little bit on kind of why we're doing this podcast and how we met and some interesting stuff like that. So I'll go ahead and first uh, introduce you to my partner, Sean McCoy. Hello. Um, I, I think it's been, has it been five or six years since I have known you? Six years. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was uh, almost six years exactly because it was May. Oh, you remember uh, the month? Wow. Yeah, May, May of 2012 when okay. uh, one of my very good friends and like a father figure of mine passed away okay. who was like my spiritual guru, you could say. And uh, that's why I decided to get a burning monk was he had brought this Tibetan philosophy I mean, I don't want to just dive into the deep, deep shit right away, sure, but sure, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. so that's why I know. Yeah. I actually never knew that. I never knew, I never knew really like how, you know, how did you hear about my work or. Well, you know? it was from our, our mutual buddy, Zach, ah. um, who I met at the gym, <clears throat> who, uh, knew that I had a couple tattoos at the time. I only had, you know, a handful of tattoos and, uh, he showed me the most amazing realistic tattoo I'd ever seen up until that point in person, nice. which was the piece that you were starting on his, on his side. Nice. Blew my fucking mind, man. You know, it's, it's one of my favorite things about tattooing is like the money's cool, but I love doing tattoos that people, people that hate tattoos will be like, God damn, that's fucking art. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. and I love that. Like I love like little old ladies that are like, I, I thought tattoos had to look like this. So I've always kind of set out to do that. And for those of you that uh, do follow me, you'll probably recognize both, uh, who we're talking about Zach and, and Sean's actual tattoo work. Zach is the guy that I'm doing the, the, the full skull. His like entire back is a skull. He sits like a bitch, by the way, like that's a tough <laughs> motherfucker, but I mean, he, he got his ribs oh, tattooed. Damn, and it's Zach, nothing, you just but, got burned, bro. But I mean, we're going to keep it real on the, on the is, podcast. This is a no bullshit podcast. Yeah. I love you, Zach, but yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, and Sean, he's got, you know, he's the one that's got the, uh, one of my favorite tattoos I've ever done, the Tesla portrait. And you've recently seen the new baby monkey, um, he's got a bunch of stuff on his torso. We're kind of waiting on sharing a lot of that until it's done. You've probably seen a few progress pictures, but just to give you an idea of, uh, of who the co-host is. So, but yeah, I remember you coming in. Um, I'd always liked that picture. It's the Burning Monk on the, uh, I think it's on the Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, album, Rage right? used it for their first album. Right. And see, that blew my mind that that was fucking real. Like, somebody did that. Yeah. I mean, you know, th this whole <laughs> podcast is kind of about... Uh, you know, pushing through and, 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 and making yourself work your hardest. But motherfucker, this guy lit himself on fire. He believed in what he believed in so strong. If that doesn't tell you what can be done with human potential, I don't know what does. You know? Well said. I yeah. mean, <clears throat> the, sim the symbolism of um, what he was able to, what he did and, and what that photographer was able to capture in that photo, that image. I mean, it, it won the Pulitzer Prize. Oh, sure. sure. Um, and, the 70s well that year in the 70s when it was taken and uh the story behind it is that he was rebelling well it was a political statement against the regime in in charge which was persecuting the the monks um and trying and it was a, a catholic regime at the time okay. 
And, um, and there was a lot of other stuff going on behind it, but that was his statement was to sit there, meditate, um, and have himself lit on fire God, this is and so just crazy. transition into a different energy plane yeah. because this yeah, was, he wasn't b- even there. You know what I mean? He was, it was just, he was ready shell. to go, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's unbelievable. So and, like, sorry, but that image definitely did awaken something in my mind as, as other people too. And, and I, I love that album. I was a teenager when that came out. It was one of those undeniable, like it doesn't really even matter if you like rage that album. You just can't deny it. You know, it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for me, when you came in with that, I had seen attempts at tattooing it by people who, you know, they were pretty good, but it's like, I'm always interested in how much further I can push something. You know what I mean? So when you brought it in, I was pretty excited about it. Um, I think it's kind of cool. I'll have to make sure you look at some pictures on my Instagram. You know, we ended up, not just doing it exactly as is, but as I got to know Sean and some of his uh, enlightening views, you know, we very rare for me, but we added kind of a, um, I'm trying to think of what you would even sacred call it. Sacred geometry. Yeah, sacred geometry. It's the flower which, of life. I don't do that. You know what I mean? It's like, I do that for Sean. <laughs> well, you <laughs> yeah. were inspired by yeah, it. Yeah, I think it was my idea even. I was like, hey, we should, you know, and, you know, and it's really colorful and it's very, very different for me. But to me, it just separates it from anybody else's version of that tattoo. You know what I'm saying? So, which that took like four, four and a half years for that. The whole concept to evolve. To, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like, you know, I think I did a couple of sessions. It's pretty big. And then, um, yeah, I 12, just, se- 12 sessions yeah, is a couple. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a couple. <laughs> I got insanely busy, uh, which Sean reminded me of recently and could only get him in like once a year. So there was a period of time that I didn't see you a whole lot. You know what I mean? But then you came in pretty regularly, like really started coming in pretty regularly. And, uh, you know, for me, from what I noticed is uh, I don't like anybody, (laughs) you know what I mean? And I was like, man, I like talking to this guy, you know what I mean? Like whenever I, I, you know, most of you know, I've got some pretty high anxiety, which I kind of don't anymore. And we'll talk about that in a minute because I'm fucking healthy now. But uh, word, right, right. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I don't like to know who my clients are until like two days prior because I'll kind of dwell on (laughs) it. So I don't know if you knew that about me, but uh if it's just some bitch I don't like, I'm like, fuck, I got to deal with this. Oh bitch. yeah, you dude, I mean? you don't so, want to dread. But I always noticed that I was like, who's my, you know, who am I tattooing tomorrow to my wife? And, and she'd be like, Oh, Sean McCoy. And I'd be like, Oh fuck, that means a good ass conversation. You know what I mean? So no stress, get to do some badass work. So I just kind of noticed when, you know, as you came in, you know, not to get cheesy about it, but like I, I, I clicked with you, man. You know what I mean? Well, I always you. felt like, you know, and we'd start talking about some kind of deep, crazy shit that like, I would be like, man, I'm going to say this and he's going to think I'm fucking weird. And you'd be like, man, I'm on that shit too. Like, fuck, I know all about Tom DeLong. I know all about that shit. You know what I mean? So we're not gonna, again, we're not going to get too deep right now, but I just wanted to say that I thought that was funny. You know, I'd go home and I'd tell Nikki, I'd be like, man, I'm tattooing this guy. And like, he's kind of a genius. I don't know if he knows it. You know what I mean? This guy's on some shit. You know what I mean? So even then I kind of knew something like this would be happening someday. You know what I mean? I, I felt like, man, every time you came in, Every time it was usually thanks for the conversation. You know what I mean? So what a better way, right? To celebrate some of the, some of the weird shit we've talked about and just to kind of share with everybody else, because you know what, if we think like this, you know, there's some other people out there that are tired of having the wool pulled over their eyes and are ready to see some real fucking world shit. Some no bullshit. Let's hope so. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, that is about the biggest fucking ego stroke that I think I've ever gotten that I can remember. It'll be the last At time. least the most meaningful. <laughs> at least the most meaningful because I, I do like and respect you so much as a person, as an artist. I mean, I've told you recently 
um, you're my favorite living artist. Bob Ross is is my dude because he's my my meditative fucking yeah. man at night. I get stony out of my mind, yeah, yeah. and then I sit there and I watch Bob Ross before I go to bed. And yeah, if you guys don't, you know, I know everybody knows Bob Ross, but I don't know if many of you realize how soothing <laughs> this man's voice is. You know what I mean? So like, he, you know, Sean is on something. Like, put him on at night. You're stressed out. Not to interrupt you, man, but seriously, just like. Bob Ross is always going to be. Let your kids watch oh, him. Absolutely. Man, I mean, he's absolutely. not just late at night. Yeah. I mean, I just do it late at night because I'll take a nap in the yeah. middle of the fucking day if right, I watch right, right. it because he's that zen. He is the the zen master yeah. of creating shit right now. Yeah. Oh, we got 30 seconds for, for a freaking episode. Well, let me just bust out a whole world on this palette. It's pow. It's always like I'm already super impressed within you know, a few minutes and then it's just like, <laughs> Oh fuck. You know oh, no, what? he didn't just put a stream right there. <laughs> you know what blows my mind is his mixing of colors, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he you know, seamlessly, I'm just going to make a color right here out of these colors yeah. and then pow, it's the most perfect shade yeah. for what he's trying to do. It and paints he, with like a palette knife. And as a painter myself, that's some hard shit. It's, 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 it's beyond inspiring. It's right. awesome. It's another example of this type of podcast of, you know, I just don't know if people realize the human potential. I, you know, I, I've always called it that. Sometimes it's like if you do something that you don't realize you can do, once you realize it, now it's on. You know what I mean? Now it's time to do this shit all the time. You know, because your dad told you you couldn't do it or because your friends told you. I've had a lot of crazy ideas. I'm, I started a band years ago and just told all of my bandmates, I'm going to tour with my favorite band. And everybody was like, you're fucking crazy. Guess what? It happened fucking twice. You know what I mean? <laughs> I never doubted it for a second because that's just how I've always been. I was born with a motor. Yeah. I feel like you were born with a motor, and that's one of the reasons that we are here today. You well, I mean? you're on that next level, man. I mean, but you inspire the fuck out of so many people, and we click because going back to the whole podcast, the, or, the uh, origin <laughs> origins of this episode and hopefully future episodes is we were both into Joe Rogan's podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, that's where we kind of were both like, "Hey, cause, when cause we was... when we first had our first session, it wasn't when we first met because when we first met, I had to come by your 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 studio on what was it, Oak? Yep, yeah, it was like 14th and Oak. This house you had like the top level of this house. You yep. right when you got moved here, it's called Crimson Torch. I didn't even know where the fuck this was. Yeah, it was kind of like it's not as <laughs> my studio now. It's like completely hidden. We're in my tattoo studio. <laughs> yeah, you really way. don't know where the fuck this spot right, is. Right, right. But that spot. You know, I, 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 I didn't, I had never been there before, never even paid attention. Right. So, so that was my first thing there. And I was just one of those dudes was like, Oh, you know, I heard, I heard you do amazing ink. Um, uh, here to do, because I didn't have your phone number cause right. you were from out of town mm -hmm. and, and the guy, Zach, our mutual friend who showed me that amazing piece on his ribs that inspired me to stop by was kind of even hesitant. He was like, yeah, you know, he's a hard guy to get a hold of. Yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck. I mean, doesn't, doesn't he want to make money and shit? Yeah. That gets, that gets to some people because, you know, in a world that we live in, everybody's a car salesman basically. And I'm not trying to push my work. Like I'm very fortunate to be booked. I earned it. You know what I mean? But it does throw people off when they're like, Hey bro, I got a thousand bucks. And I'm like, yeah, you'd give me a thousand bucks anyway. Like you're not, <laughs> you're not trying to be a dick, but like, you know, so I like to tattoo what I like to tattoo only because it's going to give the best tattoo. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I have no problem. If you come in and you're like, I want this Japanese sleeve, I'm going to be like, you know what? I could do a pretty good job, but I'm going to send you down to this guy. You should get it on a plane because this is forever. This guy is going to kill it with Japanese. Oh, man. You know, Send I have him to no, Gokwe. 
yeah, exactly. Jeff Goodway, one of the best tattooers in the world. Great guy. Why would I, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to do what I'm going to do and I'm going to do my best version of it. You know, I, I've always felt strong with the whole jack of all trades thing. Like I would definitely like to be really, really good at one or two things. You know what I mean? Like I don't need to be. I'd, I'd say you've accomplished that. I, I feel like yeah, it's, I would, it's going well. You know what I mean? Like you can multiply that a couple times. Yeah. So, you know, for me, like, you know, and kind of leading into this whole story of today, I'm, I'm a pusher. I push myself. I push those around me. And, um, so I'm going to go ahead and tell kind of what's going on with me. Yeah. Um, so if you do follow me, you probably know that, um, maybe a month and a half ago, very recently I went to the emergency room because I'd been having these dizzy spells. Um, and I've been feeling like shit for years. And honestly, I thought it was because I was fucking in my forties. I'm 43. Uh, Sean fully knows he'd come in for a session and I'd be like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to tattoo you for two hours today. I'm not feeling the greatest. It kind of just was, it had just become my life. I thought it was because it was my age. I've always been overweight, but not like this. Never been like the fat guy at the party, but it definitely was clearly was overweight. You know, I'll see pictures of me. Well, you got charisma, bro. Yeah. 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 So, but, uh, so I started having these dizzy spells, right? Like amongst the other things being tired all the time. And I go into the emergency room and my blood pressure's through the roof, which fucking just scares the shit out of me. And they're like, I'm going to, we're going to test you for stroke, which my father had. We're going to test you for heart attack. These are my biggest fears. So I'm sitting in the hospital room and I'm like, fuck, you know what I mean? And they come in and they're like, well, good news. You, you didn't have a stroke. You didn't have a heart attack, but you also forgot to tell us you were diabetic. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and they're like, well, unless you drank an entire case of Coke before you came in, you're extremely diabetic. Oh type God. two. Again, my father had di- type two diabetes as well and died with it. Um, so immediately I'm just like, you know, not to put down anybody that's being di- diagnosed with cancer, but honestly like it felt like that it felt like a death sentence like you know for those that you that don't know a lot about it diabetes destroys can destroy you your retina will become detached your feet will rot and you have to have your feet cut off or your even your legs below the knees amputated Uh, I, i have to stop getting my legs tattooed because they won't heal properly all of these things so this was one of those aha moments in my life where I was terrified, and then I just had this crystal clarity moment of, I study the shit out of anything I do. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to goddamn do it my fucking best. So I'm like, I'm going to figure out this shit. Diabetes, okay, let's look into it. And all of a sudden, I'm reading all these articles that it's totally a diet-related issue. And it even has these diagrams of, this is what you look like if you're type two diabetic, and it fucking looked like my gross ass belly. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, "Well, shit," you know what I mean. So there's something called an A1C, which is basically the level of diabetic diabetes that you have. It goes from, I think it starts at one, but it goes all the way up to like thirteen. Five is like healthy non-diabetic. Six is pre-diabetes, and then anything up from there. I was ten point one. The nurse, the nurse told me I was committing slow suicide. So. I just poured everything into it. I took a break from tattooing and I started finding out that it was diet related and that you could actually reverse it. Now, here's the crazy thing. This is sort of new information. So when I went to my dietitian, she won all of the stuff that I had studied and and, and learned. She 100% was like, nope, it's not reversible. It's a chronic and ongoing disease. You're eventually going to have to take insulin. I'm on metformin right now, which is the number one prescribed, uh, diabetes medication and i guess it's supposed to give you explosive diarrhea but thank god that didn't happen to me (laughs) yeah thank god i know right 
But anyway, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I know it's, I know she's a doctor, but they have this old ass shit they learn. You know what I mean? They have, you know, cause I had to fight, I had to fight with myself with that. Like, am I really going to sit here and think I know more than this doctor? But I didn't learn this from YouTube. I didn't learn this from one book. I learned it from multiple books written by doctors that go to much better medical schools than this doctor. And shit changes. And shit changes. Exactly. So I discovered, luckily, uh, Dr. Jason Fung, F-U-N-G. He's written a book that is called The Diabetic Code. He also wrote a book called The Obesity Code. And it literally basically breaks down, without getting really boring, what's going on with most diseases. And it's mostly caused from metabolic syndrome, which is too much insulin, which is coming, which comes from sugar. A lot of people don't realize it. Bread, nothing but sugar. So this whole low-carb diet craze, the reason people are so excited about it is because it's working. When you cut that shit out of your diet, it's sugar mainly. It doesn't produce so much insulin. Therefore, you don't get the metabolic syndrome. It's mostly inflammation that we have that makes us a lot of diseases, including cancer. And then, you know, and we'll talk about this later, but also good news, a lot of this stuff is also cured with, guess what? Motherfucking marijuana. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. And I will say that when I met you, you know, you talked a lot about it. And I definitely listen to you and stuff, but a lot of times it's like, yeah, the guy that loves marijuana always wants marijuana to fix everything. You know, it's true. It's true. absolutely fucking true. It's not some conspiracy. Well, it's not some, you know what I mean? And, you know, without getting into it, like it is the big pharmacy. Of course, they want to keep these things from you. I have an apprentice who has, uh, who's had cancer and he told me from knowing from him how much it costs to keep him medicated over than curing. You know what I mean? It's so obvious. We can get into that later. But anyway, oh, we will. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, long story short, I have since lost uh, just under thirty pounds in uh, a month and fifteen days. I absolutely fucking love. It's not about being skinny; it's about being healthy. You know what I mean? I get up and run every day. I ran, uh, I think, four miles this morning um, before the podcast. I will not tattoo without running first because I feel like a fucking laser, you know, and. Um, I'm able to type my blood sugar into this app I have every morning. And now I have to have a doctor tell me, but so f- as, as for right now, my A1C, which was at 10.1 and suicide is now at five, which is not, not even pre-diabetic straight up, not diabetic. So again, doctor has to tell me, but with all things that I can see, I have already reversed my type two diabetes. Now, if it's in my blood and I, it's just something that's in my family and I can't beat it and I just have it, well, guess what? I'll be the fucking healthiest diabetic there is because this isn't going to stop me. Well said. You know what I'm saying? Well said. So, yeah, with that said, like that information opened my eyes to how many things we don't know. And I just think that everybody out there listening, you should research shit. You should research shit yourself and... Be aware of where these articles you're reading are coming from. You know what I mean? Be aware. If you watch a documentary and it tells you that all this is bad, who's paying for this documentary? You know what I mean? Who, where is this all coming from? So, so research, but research intelligently. Just because somebody says something on YouTube doesn't mean it's true. Just because what I'm saying doesn't mean it's true. I'm sure I'm going to say some shit today that in a couple of years we'll look back on and be like, yeah, I got that wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, that's the beauty though, is being able to admit when you're wrong. Right. Unlike these people who pay... Un, ungodly amounts for education yeah. that is obsolete in like a couple of years. How many people, you know, I know a, a ton because of tattooing for so long that go to college for these years and years and then they just kind of like do something else. You know what I mean? They're like all this time and it's like, you know what? You got to just find your own way. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I do have two doctors in my family. Yeah. So my brother's 
woman, partner, wife, amazing lady. Um, she just graduated naturopath, the Oregon naturopath medical school last year. And, uh, she got hired two weeks ago for her first gig. Um, and she's killing it. I mean, already transcending, you know, the, what was going on there without her. And cause she's amazing. I mean, she is a proper genius. This lady took 28 credits per term and full time is 12 credits. Wow. <laughs> so she over doubled full time, um, through medical school. See, that's, that's so attractive to me. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a little intimidating to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, uh, but, and incredibly overwhelming obviously, but yeah, she's a genius and awesome and beautiful and, and intelligent in her all, all sorts of ways. And then my best friend slash brother that I grew up with across the street, but I consider him a brother lives in Hawaii. Him and his wife are both pharmacists. Wow. And so together they've got like 16 years worth of medical school or, I mean, you know, school all together. Yeah, so that's somebody that if they give you advice, it's... I'm not listening to him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like the one trying to give him advice, right. you know, honestly, because I'm the one paying attention to the cutting edge treatments to the, to the alternative, um, you know, yeah. um, treatments, medications, and, and ways to get rid of all sorts of bullshit ailments, like everything that's created from inflammation, yeah. everything that's caused by the sugar epidemic that we have going on yeah the western diet like you know we're just not meant to eat this way you know what i mean and i didn't ever i never even thought about it and you know you've been healthy ever since that i've ever met you so i don't know you know and, and i don't want to go too much into your story but uh, uh you've told me that you've had some issues in the past do you want to talk about that a little oh, bit? oh yeah. yeah let's go into it completely yeah. you can say ask me whatever you want so what surprised me is uh you know so sean is is you don't even look like you have much like any body fat. Like you're, you look like an athlete, you know what I mean? So, but it wasn't, you know, that what surprised me is after tattooing him for years, one day he's like, Oh bro, I didn't, I, I had liposuction. I didn't always look like this, which honestly it was inspiring because kind of sometimes I would feel like no matter what I do, some people just look different. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. so it was interesting to hear, you know what I mean? That you actually were unhappy with your, with your body, with your health and you took care of it. You know what I mean? You fucking got on it. And, uh, it seems to be something that we talk about every, even before I was realized how unhealthy I was, we always talked about health. You always bugged me to get healthy. Even back, back then I, I you know, yeah. it's, a, it's that fine line. <clears throat> I didn't want to, I hope to inspire, right. but I didn't right. want to, bug I, I wasn't, I just unfortunately wasn't ready. I, and you know, that's when somebody's not ready. Yeah then you're just talking at him. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to preach. I yeah. was just trying and to, I, I, I always heard it, but now it's always like, why do you run every day? And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm running from diabetes. You know what I mean? Like, dude, it's, you know, yeah, it's like, no, you're running to kick that motherfucker yeah, in the dick. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, for me, like once I realized that you didn't just all week, you know, some people just are that way. You yeah. know what I mean? That did inspire me. You know what I mean? So I remember you telling me a story where you, told yourself you were going to get a, a six pack yeah. and somebody questioned you on that. And my uh, own mom, <laughs> damn my own mom, mom calling you out. Right. Um, right. <laughs> love you to death. Tomorrow's mother's day. You are the best mother in the world. Um, that's no hyperbole. That is the truth. But yeah, um, <clears throat> you were one of those people. I just it stuck out in my head. All my friends never thought I would have a six pack. Let's just, I'll, I'll start. So did, from, that, I'll, so did I'll, that drive you or did well, that... let me start from the beginning okay. because that comes from my mom's not a cold hearted person at all. She's the most loving. <laughs> She's not judgmental or anything. So, so she wasn't trying to be mean. She was trying to keep it real. Like right, we're right. doing on this podcast. Right. She was uh, just trying to make sure that I had um, an accurate sense of where my goals should be in, in being fit. And, yeah. um, 
my goal was to to be to have it maybe some definition in my hopefully maybe a six pack but <clears throat> that was because I was a fat kid um I was an unhappy kid starting from about seven years old my parents were still married um but I hated school that's just I mean I just said it before the podcast yeah, yeah. we were talking about it I hate school my kids hate school I've, I've got two kids and I don't know. It's weird. Like they hate it. <laughs> you know, if you're, yeah. if you're really intelligent, um, and you're, you're there, it kind of feels like daycare. Yeah. You know, that's you what, can, that's kind of what they say. Yeah. yeah well, bored, and you know? they're keeping it real, you yeah. know, they're, they're just aware and they're intelligent as fuck. And it doesn't take a year to pick up the same shit that everybody else at that age group right. is picking up. If you, um, are a little more advanced. Well, right. turns out I was pretty advanced and I got in a lot of trouble growing up. Um, that's another thing that, um, that we'll probably we'll talk about yeah. tons that, you know, I'm sure you probably, I'm like, just, I'm just now realizing how much we have to talk about. Yeah. Well, so we got plenty good. of material that's, that's for good, the yeah. future. Um, but, um, but yeah, I was, I was always in trouble, um, kind of pushing things, testing things, trying to see what I could get, get away with. Cause I was bored as fuck. I grew up in a right. shitty little town where we didn't have a lot of really good outlets for, um, for kind of releasing angst. And then, um, I kind of got typecast as this just troublemaker, yeah. but not, not recognizing the intelligence there. Cause I, I'm kind of a class class cl- clown, you yeah. know, um, I grew up in the fucking eighties and nineties yeah. when we could still get in fights and, and talk shit. And right. Isn't that <laughs> weird to think about? Like we've all been in fist fights at school, but now you go to jail. Like, oh, like that's crazy, dude. Like I it can, just was a rite of passage. I had a record before I was an adult, right. but I mean, it was not for assaults yeah. on the playground, right. <laughs> you know? So, so weird. Yeah. So I, I started, um, being more and more depressed and it was probably due to a lot of just my, my parents' relationship in general, not being healthy. And, uh, in the school I got switched to between second and third grade, I hated 100% I had a whole new friend group and all that stuff. So I just started eating candy and, and finding those things that were, you know, little satisfiers, little momentary pleasures that kind of took my mind away from not being happy. Um, started being lazy. I, I grew up playing soccer and playing tag and yeah. riding my bike up and down the street we lived on. Then we moved out to the country, you know, when I was seven, uh, between seven and eight years old. And, uh, and there was no place to ride the bike and stuff. I mean, we had quads and shit and I swam in my Creek cause we had a Creek and it wasn't the worst, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't right for what I, I really wanted. And, um, and so I just started putting on pounds and each year I started getting a little bit chubbier and chubbier and chubbier. And then my grandmother's my two, grandmothers who were like my rock my emotional rocks and right. my escapes um they both died within three months of each other oh wow which caused my parents to just collapse in their marriage and i saw yeah. this shit come yeah. i was in counseling since i was 10 years old yeah. man because i was you know a little hellion and uh and i was telling my counselors for two years that my parents were going to separate and get an eventual divorce um, oh, wow, it's crazy that you knew that. Like you caught on, you know. Well, I was aware, man. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. it's just not functional. It's not functional, yeah. and and I think kids are the smartest about that because they can see things. They don't have to force things. Adults get into these modes, right? Where you want to make shit happen. Oh, we got to make this this relationship happen. We got to make this fucking job happen. Stay together for the kids. Yeah, got like a mortgage. Got works, got yeah. bills to pay. You know, it's too inconvenient or whatever it is. Or let's tough it out and make it. No, nah. I mean if it's if it's destructive and dysfunctional, sometimes the right thing is just to to stop um, yeah. and restart. You know, yeah. in a functional way. So I got real fat. <laughs> 
Did you like, like, did you notice it? Like, Oh yeah. yeah. I was so self-conscious of it. Yeah. Um, my brother was always skinny. So my big brother, five oh, yeah, years yeah. older than me, always had a six pack, man. Yeah. I mean, motherfucker has a 10 pack. Yeah. This guy, he could suck in his stomach and you'd see his spine right, through right. the middle of his abs. <laughs> I'm just like, and that's kind of what I meant. Like, there's just some people I feel like they just been like that. Yeah, you know dude. I mean? like, motherfucker. I eat one fucking you know, one piece of toast and I'm fat. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I ate a whole loaf and right. shit. My brother's over there eating a whole pizza yeah. every day. The guy literally ate a pizza and a fucking bag of hot tamales. See, and that's the problem is I, I'll have people tell me, they're like, man, don't go so hard. It's like, fuck it. You want to have a donut? Have a donut. But see, if I have a donut, then I'm killing hookers. Like it doesn't just end there. <laughs> Dude, you know, <laughs> that's a dirty donut dog. <laughs> right, you know, right. you gotta be careful. Sure. So for me, for right now, like I know even the doctors, they're like, have a cheat day and all that, but I'm just not, for me, it's just not yet. Like it'll happen. Yeah. Like, like Nikki's my, my wife, Nikki's birthday is in like three weeks. I'm having a piece of cake. Oh, yeah. Now you better believe I'll run fucking 10 miles that day. Now, are you going to collaborate on what type of cake she gets? So that way you make sure that motherfucker is worth eating. Oh yeah. That's that. That's true, man. Like it's better. It better be the fucking. You're getting cake. stuck with no like carrot. Fuck cake. no. No. The German chocolate bullshit. I mean, something. I'm, yeah. Something real proper. Yeah. Even if, even, even if she's like, I want this cake, I might get my own little cake. That's what I'm, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It's her birthday. Yeah. So that'll definitely happen. But for now, like honestly, you know, when I have cravings, as we, as weird as it sounds, what helps me is fucking exercise. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I keep myself busy. I've always been really busy, but I hate sitting around. If I sit in my chair and start to watch drones, I, I, like, I fly drones. I'll watch drone videos. I'll catch myself being like, all right, that's enough. That's like three videos. Go fucking do anything. And really recently, I've gotten into weight training, which I really fucking love. As soon as I saw, like, oh, fuck, I got baby muscles. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as I saw... My whole life, I've, I've, I was really thin in high school, but I never had muscles. You know what I mean? I never was, you know what I mean? And I don't want to get like ripped or anything, but I, you know, definitely want to have lean, lean muscle. You muscles know I mean? motivate. Yeah. And, and especially as a, as a male, like I'm not going to bullshit. Like I walk around the house with my wife and I'm like, look at this baby. And I know it ain't shit, but it's more than I had. Oh, she's you know loving I mean? it. She loves she it. it. She loves it. Yeah. So I think that's funny. You know what I mean? But, uh, well, it's a beautiful thing because those are the things that actually inspire you to fucking keep doing it. Right. It's those little, it's those little bonuses. It is looking in the mirror. I mean, yeah, you ain't trying to fucking stand there and floss like some runway model. But right, you're not going to see me with all the Instagram. Like, I'll put up Instagram and Facebook stuff if it's going to hopefully inspire somebody. I made a little video recently, but it's very rare. Now, I suppose if I did get ripped, yeah, there'll be that one shot. I'll be like, this is the last one, but check me out, That's guys. That's funny as <laughs> shit, brother, because I actually posted <laughs> one ad pick on my my thing today um on my instagram um of my abs because i haven't had anything yeah, it's like on my body on there for like eight months and or, then when you see that it I fucking inspires you yourself you know what i mean you're like this is what hard work does word you know what i mean and again that's really what this podcast is about and by the way because of that sean and i have had really a tough time figuring out a good just an awesome name so like if any of you guys have any ideas please send them in um you can send to carlton tattoos at gmail.com with some ideas we're open to some, you know, I just want it to be a badass name. So for now, it's just uh, welcome to the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, Two healthy dudes, yeah. whatever you yeah. want to. Yeah. Cause we're, you know, like I said, we're going to talk about whatever we fucking want to talk about. To be honest with you, we're going to have guests on, you know what I mean? Uh, if you've got an awesome story, if you've got an awesome weight loss story or, or something funny, like uh, we're interested in from hearing from you as well. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, I would love for anybody who's like, like a really good fitness professional to try to reach out and maybe, you know, show some of us of like, you know, if you have an account on Instagram or something, some videos of where we could be like, Oh yeah, you actually know what the fuck you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. And that goes back to, I love 
knowledge. I just, I, you know, I read a lot. I know you read a lot too. Audible is like the best thing that ever happened. I'll, I'll read, Preach. I'll read easily 10 books a year now because of Audible. So I guess I'll listen, but I mean, man, I get that information so much better. When I was younger, I read all the time and I'm so busy, but I can tattoo and listen to Audible. I can go to, I, I go to bed, you know, Audible's just always on for me. Do I take a shower and listen? You oh texted me like an hour ago or, you know, saying, Hey, I'm here ready to get going. Right. And I was listening to game of Thrones book one on audible Absolutely. for like the fucking 15th time. Right. Because I love the, the dialogue in that shit. Nobody loves game of Thrones more than Sean McCoy, by the way. I don't know. Sean King might be <laughs> yeah, yeah. freaking out right now. <laughs> no, fuck that. I like how, uh, like Sean, Sean King, my, my, my shot partner, Sean King is, he can be like super serious until I bring up MMA and then it's on. Like he's done. Like MMA is like so important to him. And I, I'd be tattooing you and we'd be in this deep conversation about aliens and shit. And then I'd be like something about Tyrion and you'd be like, bro. And then your phone was on and you're, we're just listening to fucking Game of Thrones and everything was derailed. It's like, it's, it's so funny to me. But what's also funny is that I didn't think I would like it. Like when I heard about it, uh, that noise is Sean smoking, by the way. Sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just just so they know what's going on. Smoking chronic, okay. Right. Let's get that straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not. You never smoke cigarettes, huh? Uh, I smoked cigarettes for a long time, but not uh, now. You, you no, I haven't time, smoked yeah. for twelve years. I yeah. haven't smoked since I quit drinking. Yeah, nice. So it's nice. so eleven, a little over eleven. Years. We'll have to get into the that story too for sure. But uh, yeah, everybody was just going nuts about Game of Thrones, you know. And I was like, I don't know, man. I heard there's isn't there dragons in it? Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And out of yeah, there's fucking dragons. Oh, well, now that I know, goddamn, like, I didn't know how good it was, just how well made it. I mean, it starts out with zombies in the snow. Yeah. They should have so told like, me that. Yeah. That's how you sell it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, shit, doc, give it five minutes and you're going to find out. That's the coolest yeah. thing. It's not even a spoiler, now, you like, know? You know, my wife had no desire. And I'm like, let's give it one episode. And she was like, fucking five minutes. Yeah. And she's like, this is awesome. And I'm like, another episode. And she's like, five more episodes. Like, it's. It's the best show ever made. I mean, God damn, how is it not? Like, I know, man. And the know. funny thing about that is, is that the books are so much better. And that's yeah, not that so old. Speaking of Audible, I need to get on that for yes. sure. And I already told you that loophole. Yes, I've I mean, already done it. I've already ah, signed ah, up. Because yeah. me and Nikki are both getting books all the time. Yeah, man, you know me mean? too. So, but uh, speaking of books, you know, like I said, so, did I interrupt your story? You're, you're good? No, we're good. Cool. So do, uh, Dr. Jason Fung, like I said, wrote the book, The Diabetic Code, which listen to on audible. But one of the things that he brought up to me that really got me excited was fasting. And, uh, you know, you had talked to me about intermittent fasting. Joe Rogan is all about it. And I, like most people was, as soon as you tell somebody, especially like your mom, mom, I'm fasting. (gasps) Oh my God, you're going to lose your muscle. You're going to, you have to eat every three hours or you're going to, your brain won't function if you don't eat carbs. (laughs) All this is bullshit. It's true. I mean, and it, and it kind of scared me as well, but one of the number one things to immediately start the reversal of type 2 diabetes, amongst other things, including cancers. I'm not saying it cures all cancers. I'm not going to sit here and say that, but it definitely can help things. But anyway, um, you know, I think when you think of fasting, you think of like just not eating at all. But intermittent fasting, it's pretty fucking easy. Dude, it's so easy. You know what I mean? Like all you have to do is have an eating window and a fasting window. You know, you're, you're in a fed state or you're in a fasted state. Um, a lot of people will do eight hours. I know you told me you were doing about eight or ten hours. Like nine. Nine hours. So, uh, you know, Sean will simply stop eating. And it's, here's what's great. It's, it's movable. So he'll stop eating whatever time he chooses, 
and usually, you know, half of it's done while he's sleeping, more than half of it. He, you know, he just sleeps and he doesn't eat until it's been nine hours and he can change that to 16 hours, which is what I do. Or sometimes I do more. Believe it or not, I just finished a 48 hour fast. Jesus. Yeah. I mainly just to see if I could push myself. And you know what? It wasn't hard. Um, I read that someone said, when you're hungry, you're no hungrier in a fast than you are whenever you're just regular hungry. So if I'm sitting at Applebee's and it's taken a while, that hunger that I feel, it's not really any different in a fasted state. So once you realize you're not going to die, because I have plenty of fat to feed off of. Yeah, you got for, some reserves. For days, I got reserves. So I wanted to see if I could do it. It wasn't about weight loss. It was a little bit of a spiritual thing. I just kind of wanted to see if I could do it. And, and it was no problem. In fact, it was so easy that I did 48 hours. I broke the fast. I ate healthy. And the next, then I immediately went into a 24-hour fast. Man. Yeah. And then today, pre this podcast, I did 21 hours. Good job. Right? So these are the things, without getting too deep into it, you know, it doesn't allow your body to go into all of the modes where it is digesting. So it's not doing all this work. So it's just, so well, it's going to do something. So it's going to start repairing these cells, you know, yeah, human like, growth hormones kick in, you know, um, sometimes I feel like I'm on steroids because my body is switched over. It's not fucking just eating sugar now. Cause that's what happens when you eat carbs, it turns into sugar. And so your body loves that because it doesn't have to go into your fat reserves. That's your survival mode back from when we were fucking cavemen. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you didn't know when you were going to eat, when you're going to fight a fucking cat, you know, oh, you had to store that shit. Yeah. We've so got great it. systems for oh, storing our bodies. Are, it's insane when you realize just how wonderful this machine fucking works. And it's also crazy that we're not taking care of it. You fucking put oil in your car and you change the tires. Some people, some, yeah. So I, now when I see somebody eating shit, I'm like, it's like, Oh, he puts that in his mouth. Like I wouldn't <laughs> put crack in my mouth, but you know what I mean? He's putting that garbage in his mouth and now I, I know better. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to preach at all because I was, I fucking did it forever. Yeah. And I fucking love some McDonald's. You recognize it because yeah. you're, uh, you're alert to it because you had, you were that dude, exactly. you know, and yeah. you so have I can to make really, exactly. I can say it. And again, I thought I felt like shit because of my age. I had no idea. And I'm not lying when I say I feel as good as maybe better than I felt in high school. Fuck yeah. I mean, I feel amazing. And I come to work and tattoo now for five or six hours. I did the last session I did on you. I was like, God, we just did six hours and I didn't even feel winded, tired. I used to be fucking done. I didn't even want to clean up my station. I just wanted to go. That was the best session we've had in a couple of years. Yeah. And it's so efficient. So, you know what I mean? Everything healed flawlessly. Like I'll brag, but it's a good fucking tattoo. You know what I mean? It's only going to get better. It's a Joshua Carlton tattoo. I appreciate that. But, um, so, you know, we'll go more into all of the things, but look into intermittent fasting. Don't be afraid of it. Obviously, talk to your doctor. Well, let me give you, them you know a little mean? bit of information on, because there's several different variations. And I talk about intermittent fasting with my buddies at the gym or people at the grocery store or my parents, whoever it is that's, you know, asking me what it is that I'm doing or asking me any type of question about diet right. or routine, because it, everything does start with diet. I mean, Food is the it number. It really does. I mean, food is the fuel. We've, yeah. We we both, you've heard me talk and use that term before, but now you you use it too yeah. Yeah. because that's what the fuck it is. Um, what you put in you is what you're going to perform on. 100%. So, so I, uh, I got hip to this thing, not because I wanted to be any skinnier or have my abs pop any harder. It was about my health too because um, I was sleeping pretty shitty 
um, shittily. Sorry. <laughs> um, I remember you coming in a couple of times and just like, you are right. And you were just tired. Yeah, man. Just, tired. you know, um, I wasn't working out as much as I would have liked to for a couple years stretch until I met my massage therapist uh, about a year ago. And I was able to start working out some scar tissue and some bullshit that had been holding me up from doing the routines and the things that I wanted to be doing, the activities and the workouts. Um, but that's changed. So I'm blessed that way. Uh, but my sleep still was, was kind of a struggle. Um, I wasn't feeling rested and I, I didn't know if I was sleep apnea, if I was just some fucking breathing shit, you know, I've had to go to an ear, nose and throat doctor before I had yeah. a septum. And when you can't sleep it, I mean, that interrupts your, your whole life. It really fucks with you. you know Dude, what I, mean? I like my sleep, man. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'm, you know, I smoke weed and I want to be getting the good sleep yeah. and getting rest and then waking up and hitting on a day hard, ready to go. Yeah. I slept horrible my whole life. I know you've heard me tell the story about how I I would say I think I have worse insomnia than possibly like record book kind of shit. I would go to bed sometimes as late as 7 a.m. My tattoo appointments always start at 2 o'clock because I don't know when I go to bed. So, you know, absolutely, you know, as soon as I start getting healthy, immediately sleep like a fucking baby. Well, and that was the thing that I recognized with the intermittent fasting thing. And that's why I stuck with it and then started really, you know. um, You do it every night. Talking it, yeah. Yeah. Because it it was the only thing that really helped me get that good sleep. And I still, you know, get up and I go pee in the middle of the night or whatever because I drink so much fucking water. Same here, yeah. Because that's my shit, and yeah. I don't drink alcohol, and I stay hydrated. I don't even do diet soda and stuff. It's I love it's water. Yeah, I, man. I, I tried like all the diet stuff, and it'd be like, ooh, this is good, and then the aftertaste, and then you read that it's worse than regular. What's the, in all that shit? Yeah, like like it's not good. It's not good. But our water here in Oregon is the shit. I mean, the it's, te- shit. it's tested like twenty times a day or some crazy shit. Who knows? But anyway, it's fucking good. It's good. And so that's all I need. I need that, and uh, you know what I mean. Like I don't drink juice or anything anymore. I can't. You know what I mean. The sugar. But luckily, I love water. Things would be a lot fucking harder if I didn't. You know what I mean? Well, but, even with my uh, mates, and you know, I brought you one, but I pounded two of these before our, our podcast, which I usually don't which do. Which those are good because they're sugar-free. So. Yeah, these are the unsweetened uh, herba mates, and that's what I do. I don't do coffee, and I don't do sweeteners in my stuff because I'm, I'm real sensitive about what I put in my body. I don't think a lot of people realize calorically what drinks can do. You know what I mean? Look at alcohol. Like, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of really healthy clients, and... Uh, They'll be like, man, I, I do eat right, but fucking alcohol. You know what I mean? And so from, I'm lucky. I never drank. I've been drunk once in my entire life. It was awesome. <laughs> I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're but, that lucky dude, but man. But I just don't. I have not. I'm, I have no attraction to it at all. Same with cigarettes. I smoked a cigarette on 9-11 because when I met my wife, we were on our third date on 9-11, by the way. She oh, smoked. shit. You mean the, the, the day, 2001? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So she smoked, and I was like, fucking give me a cigarette. Give like, me a cigarette, baby. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, team. That's a team right yeah. there. I was, I, it, was my, it was our third date. I, I flew her to Las Vegas, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make her think I'm a fucking baller." And like, don't I told her, "I'm like, don't bring any money." <laughs> well, word. And uh, we got stuck there for seven more days, and I was like, "Oh, I wish you'd brought some of money." Because the planes, <laughs> <Yeah>. not- <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't leave. We couldn't even rent Man, a car. A week in Vegas, <laughs> that's kind of hard to maintain. Yeah, but like you know, and we'd like we're into each other. Yeah. But it was kind of like, well, shit, let's go enjoy Vegas. But everything was closed because, you know, you couldn't no high buildings. And that's all of Vegas. Yeah. Right. So we just kind of hung out. You know what I mean? And then uh, we bought a fake wedding ring. And when we came home, we told all of our family that we got married in Vegas, which we it was like it was our third date, you know. But uh, I guess that's one good story to come out of. Yeah. Come out of 9-11. I met the love of my life. So I've been married. I think it's been I've been with her 17 years now. So. And it's pretty awesome that you can remember on like one hand, you can count on one hand how many cigarettes you've smoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my, you know, my 
one of my best friends in the world, Sean King, who we're going to be doing a podcast about tattoos. You'll be hearing later. He, he smokes and seems like 11. Yeah. And, I, and you know, he, he's really shown how hard it must be. I've seen him go through a ton of stuff. He was in a really bad car accident and pulled through and everything, but the cigarettes, man, well, they just fucking got him like, Hey, you know, the cigarettes are the most insidious fucking light duty bullshit drug quote unquote air quote bullshit. Um, out there, um, they, they aren't that hard to quit. That's the weird thing. That's what's weird is that my wife, she had smoked for years, but when I met her and I told her straight up, I just, I made her smoke outside. <laughs> I'm like, I just don't like it. And she was into me enough and she quit, man. She yeah. just fucking quit. Dude, uh, cigarettes you know? are a deal breaker. If you smoke, I'm, not, I'm sorry. Yeah, I like can't you go to kiss me with the cigarette mouth, man. I can't do it. Nah, I can't, nah. I can't do it. Yeah. So luckily she quit. And I ask her every once in a while, I'm like, do you crave them? Cause I can't even stand the smell. It gives me a headache. Yeah, they're disgusting. Yeah. But, uh, man, I know it's I know it's got a hold on people. And, well, what it is is that deep breath. So let me follow up. I'm not trying to just talk shit to people who smoke cigarettes. Obviously, that would be the most asshole thing. I, smoked cig- I started smoking cigars and weed when I was 12 years old. Right. And then I maintained that for a long fucking time. I started smoking cigarettes when I got put on probation when I was 15 years old because I couldn't smoke weed anymore. I started getting P-tested for uh-huh. cannabis hardcore because I was um, a little stoner, right? Like very, 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 very into cannabis, but that was my only thing. I didn't like alcohol and I'd never done white drugs up until that point. So, so I went from being this stoner cat to not being able to smoke, being in this high pressure situation where I was depressed, had to pee in a cup three times a week, had to go report to dudes who could basically lock me up whenever they wanted yeah, yeah. Um, because I was doing dumb shit. So let's just, I'll, I'll just admit it. Sure. I was doing shit that I should have been locked up for. Right. Um, but I didn't know how to stop. That was a problem. I was so fucked up in my own head that I would seek all these things, these external things, cigarettes, alcohol, whatever it was to try to take me out of that world. I was in my world, my reality and um, cigarettes helped because they allowed me to, you know, f- kind of take that deep breath and focus on something that was an escape. And yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if you think about how good it feels just to. You know oh, I mean? man. Yeah, Especially like, after you run or you yeah, yeah, lift yeah. or you eat a meal yeah. or you have sex. I, I, I'm guessing that a lot of people, I know there's the hand to mouth, you know, and I know obviously there's the addiction, but, you know, I wonder how many people realize that alone anything to mouth um that's the thing it is the hand to mouth it's that sensation but we're focused on that no matter what whether it's if you're you know into dicks if you want one of those in your mouth or if if you're into nipples and you want one of those in your mouth or both whatever it is you know it's we all kind of want something in our mouth because that is a source of nutrition life happiness whatever you want to yeah you know when i i remember you know we would go grocery shopping and i would get like Fruity Pebbles cereal and I'd forget about it and I'd be watching TV and I'd be like, oh shit, there's Fruity Pebbles in there. And I, that dopamine kicked in Giggity. immediately. Right. Right. And like, I used to know that I would, I would, I would go into the kitchen and that feeling of just knowing I was about to eat a bowl full of sugar was the best feeling ever. It is. I mean, I was addicted hard, man. It was, oh, it was crazy. Yeah. And if somebody would have told me then, how about instead of eating Fruity Pebbles, you fast for 18 hours. I'd have fucking murdered you. You would have kicked you know them I mean? in the dick yeah, yeah. and said, no, nah, I'm going to kick it with diabetes yeah. for a while. So I definitely, I definitely understand when you're not ready. You know what I mean? Like when you're not ready 
you know, I, I think I've kind of inspired people with my Instagram post recently. So I've had a lot of people messaging me, how do I do this? How do I do that? And some of them I can tell they're just not ready. Everything I say, they fire back with, well, I'm going to be hangry. You know, I'm going to be this, or, uh, I'm just built differently. I just can't lose weight no matter what I do. And it's like, well, that's impossible. You know what I mean? Like, well, if that's a defeatist mentality. Exactly. So if you're in a caloric deficit, you're definitely going to lose weight. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now obviously there's things that can happen as, you know, it's easy at first and then your, you know, your metabolism changes because it, you know, your, your body doesn't necessarily want to lose or gain weight. It wants to stay in the same place. It's surviving, but you know, that's a temporary thing and you can, you can fight that. And guess what fucking changes your metabolism? Fasting. You know what I mean? It's so, one of the ways. Yeah. So like, you know, like I've got a, a few things here uh, just to kind of sh- go over. You know, it says fasting protects against neurodegenerative diseases. Insulin levels drop and human growth hormones increase. I mean, there's just such a, a list of things. It reduces blood pressure and cholesterol, not even so much just the act of fasting itself, but you're not eating all day long. Therefore, you're not putting cholesterol or salt in your body. Um, it helps you have a longer lifespan. It boosts metabolism for fat loss. Plus, what I'll do is I work out in a fasted state. So, you know... I'm burning three times more calories because I don't even have any sugar in me. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm going straight to that fat. I'm trying to be fat adaptive. You know what I mean? Get into ketosis. I want to be able, if I'm going to run five miles, I don't want two of those to be burning sugar. I want to go straight to that fat. Yeah. I got plenty of it still. I'm definitely down. Um, I was wearing 38 pants and now I wear 34s. Maybe 32s actually. You're going to keep, you just, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So like it's, I can look in the mirror and like already I could just kind of be like, okay, I'm not, you know what I mean? But I'm not done. Like, no, like I'll, we'll have a six pack. We'll, we'll, you, we'll be posting pictures on the, of my six pack eventually. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, that's what kind of happened to me is the mistake that I made before and other people make is diets. You know, any diet will work, but a life change is going to change your life. You cannot just say, I need to lose weight to get skinny because I'm tired of being fat, you have to change your life. It has to become you. You know, like if you were to say, tell me about Joshua Carlton, it would have tattoos, painting, you know what I mean? But now it's health. Health is when it be isn't one of the that first all, things. Isn't that crazy? And, and to be honest with you, I would have bet money if someone had said, oh man, you're going to be talking about health on a podcast. I'd be like, you got the wrong dude. You got the wrong dude because I love, I love, I love pizza. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is that I wake up every morning excited to be alive because I'm not going to fucking let diabetes take my life. I have a lot of shit to do. I've done a lot of shit. I'm just getting fucking started. You're a young buck, bro. Exactly. And I didn't feel young, but now I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the thing is, you know, I have always been into my own financial health. And so I used to have this saying that no matter how good I did, no matter how, you know, if I did a bunch of tattoos or, you know, I have a a number one selling book, you know what I mean? And, And it's made me a lot of money, but Every morning when I would wake up and my feet hit the ground, I started at zero. But that was always financially. Well, now it's health. Word. So health is wealth. Exactly. I mean, that's the lamest how good, shit to say, but it's how so much accurate. money can you have? It ain't buying time. Yeah. It ain't fucking buying time, man. And like for me, when I get up in the morning, I don't care how many steps I, cause I, I always take at least, I have to do 10,000 steps a day. It's kind of a little obsession of mine. You got a phone app that'll show you it's your iPhone will just do it automatically. But anyway, everybody should be doing that. Not hard. But uh, I don't care what I did the day before. I wake up. I fucking 
turn on my music. I listen to Joe Rogan. He puts on a, uh, he, d- he does a speech about Be Your Own Hero. Please listen to that. Yeah, I listen to it every morning. Sean sent it to me, so thank you. Um, it's real short, and he motivates me, and I just start at zero. And if I don't feel like running or lifting or eating right, man, I'll, 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 as soon as you get started, it's on. You know what I mean? Once you just feel that little bit of wind in your face from the run and, and how confident and good you feel from, from moving, you know what I mean, and not just sitting around idle. So, you know, like everybody out there listening, like get up tomorrow. As soon as your feet hit the floor, you're starting at zero. You can fucking do it. You know, don't fucking play the victim. Don't doubt yourself. Don't think that you can't do it because, you know, your dab is really fat. And so you're just always gonna be fat. Like you can do it. Like even if it's not health, if it is finances or you want to be a fucking podcaster or a tattoo artist, like you can fucking do it. Not to sit here and sound cheesy and be like, you can do anything, but motherfucker, you can you fucking can. Most people can. You know what I mean? And, you know, if you're listening to this type of stuff, then get, get you probably have a motor because you're interested in what we're, we're saying. You know what I'm saying? So. And thank you for listening. All right. Hey, guys, we just took a short break there. Sorry about that first podcast. So there's going to be a couple of little interruptions like that. But uh, we got some more shit to say. Yeah, I had to smoke a J <laughs> and I had to take a leak. I guess that would be the easier way just to be like, yeah. God, you have the best studio. <laughs> So, um, you know, one of the things that we talked about when you got here earlier is uh, Sean and I have a mutual love of music, you know, and uh, you definitely turned me on to some stuff. And I was kind of mentioning the uh, the new Childish Gambino, you know, and like, yeah. man, that's what do you think of that? Well, you know, I sent you the video. And yeah, then yeah. You were I, like, I had seen it the night before. Just checked yeah. it out. Yeah. <clears throat> Which my, my actual brother, Ty, he's the one who sent that to me. And then I, you know, when I see some shit that yeah. I, that really makes me think and I think it's pretty badass. Um, I send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. You've always sent me some cool shit actually. I try, you know, do you know much about Donald Glover? Yeah, I do. So that's Danny Glover's son. I think you're right. Yeah, I do think you're it right. is his yeah. son. So I'm, I, not, I'm not knocking him for being, no, no, no. You know, the yeah. son of a badass, right, rich, right. <laughs> richer actor. I, he said, so Donald Glover is such a good example of what this podcast is about. Like, I am fascinated that somebody could be so fucking good at, a, at that, like, a couple of, like, many things. Many like, things. Like, so I discovered him through comedy. He's an incredible stand-up comedian. He's been on some great TV shows. And then um, I had no idea he could sing at all. And I had heard of Childish Gambino. Which I know I'm like, what the weirdest name ever? What the fuck even is this? You yeah, I've I mean? seen him a couple of times on my my um, Pandora feed. Yeah, and, and you're one like, song what? I was like, eh, I don't exactly, know. yeah. So I'm at a tattoo <clears throat> convention a few years ago, and that Redbone song comes on that he's got, and it's like not anything that would really nor- the the way it's like soulful and stuff. Normally, it wouldn't really be my interest, but it's just so fucking catchy and so good. And then when I found out it was him, I was like, I thought it was a woman almost like Macy Gray or something. And I was like, holy shit. And it's like really just catchy. And I showed it to my wife and she was like, this whole album is unbelievable. Yeah, it's money. It's crazy good. So for him to have had this incredible comedy career and then he comes out with this show Atlanta and it just starts fucking winning all these awards. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he like wrote it and directed it. Like it's crazy good. It's like, how does this guy have all this time, but that's kind of what I'm saying. Like he made the clear decision, you know, I'm going to go out and be a badass. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I mean, you kind of have to make that decision. Like, I I don't want to go to the army. I don't want to fucking go to college, whatever. 
my only choice, badass. Well, <laughs> so and that can cover a lot of you know area. I think he had a lot of uh, infrastructure and support around sure. to kind of follow his passions, sure. which is what's up. And obviously, if he had better opportunities than you or I then that's understandable, but don't let that stop. Well, you. who knows? You know, we don't know if fucking Donald Danny Glover was a good dad. Exactly. If he I, was exactly. around, who knows no how idea. many, you know, yeah. how many nights he was on the lethal weapon set. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't yeah. come home. I mean, he might've been out. Yeah, doing it doesn't really dirty white girls. And, exactly. You don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying any, I don't know. I'm right. just saying you don't know who's, what somebody's background is. Right. You don't know what someone's going through. And that's, that's no matter what their wealth status exactly. or social status, whatever exactly. you're, you're, you want to, you know, but divide. I think he, I think he's a great example of what we're talking about. And so the, the, the song we're talking about is uh, This Is America. And, this uh, Is America. And it's just fucking powerful. It's fucking powerful. It's a pretty dope video. I mean, it's been getting a lot of hype. Yeah. It, it's definitely been a there's sensational already like, There's already video. like people redoing it with like to Katy Perry, the beat. for Like it matches up to a Katy Perry song. So right. the beat does. But we should say too. He did kill it on Saturday Night Live. Oh man! And so because he performed it live, and there's a lot of dudes, oh, and then women. I mean, women can be dudes too. But I'm saying any badass performer kind of shows their metal when they're in that type of situation. Yeah, yeah. you know, because it's you're in front of an yeah. audience live in general. Like you know, with my band, I, I play guitar for this patch of sky, by the way. And no matter how awesome of an album we wrote, to me, it didn't matter if we couldn't be badass live. I wanted to be like, man, that album's good. God damn, you see him fucking live. Right. You know what I mean? So that's important. And you're right. Like, he fucking killed it on Saturday Night Live. I got to go to the Saturday Night Live set. I don't know if you knew that or not. I don't. I went to New York and I uh, love New York. And we went into the 30 Rockefeller Plaza. And there's a couple of things you can do depending on the day. And the day we were there was a tour of, of SNL. And uh, oh, that's my time to take my diabetic medication. Nice. Um, which should be ending shortly, by the way. My doctor said I can get off of it. So I'm just making sure everything's good. But anyway, um, so we didn't see Saturday Night Live, but we got to sit in the studio and see where everything happened. They showed us how like they had this special area where Chris Farley always had to be because he always broke shit and spilled shit and everything. So they built him as a rage little... cage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they had a, yeah, like, yeah. a drunk tank for Chris yeah, Farley. Yeah, yeah. And like, was uh, there just like fucking irremovable mirrors yeah, everywhere? Yeah. Cause they just was in <laughs> On a flat surface. He's going to fuck everything. Up, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, another absolute genius that unfortunately died oh, to, God, died yeah, too man. young. Yes. You know what I mean? But that was one of the coolest times in my life to be to be at SNL. And so, like, when you see the audience, all of those people that are down lower are like friends and family. And then the audience is actually up a little bit higher up. And uh, it's I don't know, it's kind of cool to see the way the inner workings of that stuff. You know what I mean? I've always been a I've been a Saturday Night Live fan forever. Yeah, I mean, when I was young, my mom would watch the the news, and she'd be like, "It's time to watch the funny news," is what she called it. So even when I was a kid, oh dude, you know what I mean? well yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, comedy's always been my thing. Like, I've even always said, you know, that that's something I think could cure things as well. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta laugh. Yeah, you gotta fucking and you, laugh. And like, I, I for me, nothing is almost nothing is off. Well, I'd say nothing is off the table. Like, if it's a joke, if it's meant in the taste of a joke, I got kids. But if you want to tell me a dead kid joke, but it's a joke. I'm cool with it. Well, you know, there's something to be said about having a perspective. And that is one of the things that a lot of uh, people in our society and across the globe, but our society, because that's what, where we're at and where we really have a, a base for talking. Right. Um, they don't have a good perspective because of the media, the media yeah. distracting them this way or that way, you know. Um, Which is crazy because that's something that I, I've heard my whole life. And I've always been such a like naysayer about stuff. And I'm like, ah, the media's not, they're not controlling. They are. 
It's so obvious. It's just so, I mean, I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong. It's just so fucking obvious that, you know, it's called, like, I call it wag the dog, like the tail wags the dog. Like, yeah. you know, you know, one of the nice things about when I got diagnosed is I was so obsessed with my own health that I forgot what Trump was doing. I forgot what was going on in that world because that reality show, you know what I mean? So we can, that's, it's funny because my, uh, my neighbor, um, Nick, you're an awesome dude. Thank you for letting me borrow the wheelbarrow today. Um, but we were uh, talking about podcasts today. Nice. And because uh, I asked him if he listens to any. And um, I told him I don't listen to any political-based podcasts because I don't need any of that type of stuff really in my psyche. I'd rather right. listen to comedy-based stuff with comedians I know and I like that are talking about things that are you know pretty much affecting me or right. on the same type of level. Life shit. Everyday shit. Trump is on this next level crazy asshole fucking ego. He is an ego maniac. Right. But any asshole that wants to be in that position is going to be an egomaniac. Yeah, the, the truth is, is that the climate of, of politics has changed so much because of Trump that unfortunately what will happen likely is a smoother, more polished, younger version of him will sneak in. You know what I mean? We'll be like, that guy can speak well and good looking. And who, who forgot about Bush? Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who forgot about yeah. the, I mean, we've had, we had two really bad Bushes, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, but we also had a shisty as fuck Clinton. Yeah. And an Obama that wrote some fucking bailout bill yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. That I, if you don't know, that's worth over 14, well, 13 some odd trillion dollars. Yeah. I think that there's, there's so many things, and not that I know it by, by any stretch, but that we have just no idea about. Well, I tried to have an idea about. Well, yeah, I think that and you that, and I have a little bit more. I think yeah. there are people out there, and that, that's our part listeners of, even, but there are people who are so in the dark. And if you tell them that even, they're just going to roll their eyes. And I used to kind of be that guy. Oh, well, you know, you know I mean? that's why you and me hit it off the bat right away was because I might mention something. I might test the waters, dip sure, my sure. toe in about of how fucked up Bush was for this reason, or right. maybe, you know, Clinton for the, and then you were like, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. I actually heard about, and did you hear, did you know this? And I was like, yeah, actually I did know yeah. that, but that's cool that I can talk about this shit with I, you. Yeah. I remember watching this documentary about Halliburton and it was like, I don't, I'm not getting my figures exactly right, but there was a screw, one screw that was needed for this tank, this military tank. And it was like a hundred thousand dollars because they could just bill it to the government. That's a pretty important screw. Yeah, it's a real important screw. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fuck you screw. Yeah, that, dude, that is a proper <laughs> screw. Yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> so it's just you know when you realize this this crazy shit that's going on, like it's deep. Follow the money. I mean, always, so many people. Always, yeah. So many people. Sorry to interrupt you, but that's where where I say the commonality is between these guys, whoever it is, whether it's blue, red, left, right. Um. You know, who's backing them and what are their interests? How much money are, do they have or wealth yeah. in general when they go into office? And how much do they have when they leave office? Yeah. And then 10 years after that, what is their personal financial status? And when you see them starting to gain hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. for appearances here, speeches yeah. there. I mean, isn't Hillary Clinton getting like 100000 per speech? I, I mean, come on. I'm almost afraid to say anything about Hillary yeah, you know, I'm, I'm like, yeah. you know, she's one of those like, yeah. I don't yeah. want to die. Right. <laughs> you know, I remember hearing stories about, oh, this guy invented this. This is 20 years ago. This guy invented this car and runs off of water. Murdered. Yeah, I mean, so that's just, that's just, a vague, you know, you know conspiracy thing. Yeah. And that guy committed suicide with two shotguns shots to the head. 
That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that one, I actually, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, when you're so remorseful that you're able to shoot yourself twice, twice. Yeah, in yeah. the head really to die. really kill yeah. those memories. <laughs> right. And, the, you know, that's one of those things that um, it, it it's kind of like a, a head scratcher. Yeah, I'll hear about all of these amazing things. It's like, man, this this guy invented these tiles that you can, you know, you can lay in the road and they're digitally changed so lanes can change for construction. And I'm like, this is, first of all, it's 2018. We should fucking have, have this already. Yes. They promised us jetpacks, you know what I mean? But uh, the shit has disappeared. It's like you'll read about it, and it's amazing, and it's this badass idea. Gone. It's just gone. Renewable you know I mean? energy sources. Yeah. I mean, so Tesla. I mean, that was one of the, the, the funnest tattoos to, to have you do for me because we were able to talk about Tesla while you were doing yeah, always it. Always a huge inspiration to me. Before yeah. you did it, and then at, you know while you were doing it, um, how amazing that guy was. Right. And how he changed or... He wasn't able to really change the world in in any minor way compared to what he could have done, right? Um, because of the the forces that took his inventions exactly. and his ideas that he just accessed from the ether. Right. I mean, that was shit that just came to him in his pineal gland, apparently. It's you know the aliens or whoever sent him the images, right, right. the angels, angels right. is what I think he was quoted for saying. Uh, but um, but yeah, that was just technological information that came to him and he was able to produce. And the amazing thing was, was he wasn't able just to produce it. He was like Da Vinci in his ability to build those devices in three dimensional space inside his own head and then run tests on them before he ever even built them in any physical space. And, you know, so he knew what things were going to do before they ever even came into reality. And that's really power. That's the power of thought. Yeah. And so you have to think that, that those minds like that that are out there. I mean, the Mona Lisa was was painted so long ago, and you know, as an artist, I see all these amazing painters, and people think like we'll never paint as good as the masters. Like, why in the world would these people have been so much better? There are people who are so incredibly intelligent and are producing volumes of work that equal and rival Dude. the masters. Okay, Bob Ross. Right. I'm not trying. I'm, he's no Mona Lisa painter, but the prolific. The way, yeah, yeah, very prolific, extremely prolific. The body of artwork yeah. that he put out. We have tens of thousands of paintings, right. but the dude could bust shit out yeah. in 30 well, minutes. You know, and he invented this method of this is how I paint a tree. And it's amazing because as an artist, I think of light and shadow. And he had a way of like placing the paint where it just kind of automatically did it. You know, but you know. one of the nice things or one of those things that's that's a funny about him was he he always used common sense. Yeah. You know, and he would try to remind people the lay of the land, the land goes yeah. this way. So if you're if you're putting your grass this way, it's not gonna look right. No shit. Yeah. You think? I think it's weird how that's the word, the phrase is uncommon is common sense, because it's uncommon sense. It's very un- yeah. why is that, bro? Why it's can't weird, it just right? be yeah. sense? Right. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I always tell my wife, I'm like, I need your logic over here. I need you to come look at this thing I'm doing. I need your brain because she's got a good logical Well, brain. she's a fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah. okay, so I, I want to touch on this first podcast. The the other thing that I really liked about you the first time I met you was your wife because she was there. And she was a powerhouse. Right. I mean, you guys, I could see the synergy almost between you. Yeah. It was this, you know, you were asking her Hey, babe, what's my schedule with this? I, this guy yeah. wants to do this and blah, blah, blah. And, and I never met somebody who really had an equal and talked to their spouse like an equal yeah, in every form. Not just when she was there. Right. Not just when she was present. But like, you know, your your level of respect and and love for her is evident like none other. Yeah, but, I'm super, super lucky. I yeah. really am. You know what I mean? Because I've been married actually twice before. 
it's my third marriage, but it's my tell it's people about time. that. Right, right. So I, I, you know, most people for whatever reason are like, "Fuck marriage." I was like, "I don't care. We can divorce." Like I don't know what it was, but so like I married young. Um, we can divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, I yeah, just love that little quote. <laughs> and most people are like, fuck marriage. <laughs> yeah, like I think when I was younger, there was a whole lot of any problem was just for future Josh. Well, future Josh showed up with diabetes. You know what I mean? So like the future is now. It happened fucking quick. So I was just like, I'm super into this chick. She's talking about marriage. Eh, fuck it. I'll try marriage. It went terribly. Horrible. You know what I mean? Who'd have guessed? I know, right? So then I meet another woman and she's filthy fucking rich billionaire filthy rich and it's i don't want to say that's the reason she was super hot too but i was like yeah damn this girl's hot and fucking super rich bro i'm sold you said super rich (laughs) billionaire right my dick got hard exactly and i would have done it faster than you (laughs) we we were in vegas and we were like fuck it got married in vegas you know what i mean another vegas another vegas yeah so that also went uh, horribly wrong. And now, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that um, she ended up being on a reality show. And I didn't know about it. I was flipping to the channels and I saw her on this reality show. And she had this laugh that I fucking made me want to slit my throat. And as soon as she laughed on the show, I immediately was like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's her. That's, that's right. So did yeah. you like cringe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like. Because she looked kind of good on TV, you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, damn, I was married. Oh, yeah. Oh, that has, fucking, oh. That's, that's fucking what did it. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm super lucky, you know, that I really did meet the right person. I've definitely met the wrong people. And I think sometimes a lot of people end up with the wrong people. My parents also divorced. And, uh, you know, when you can have somebody in your life that's a team, that's, you know, that's, a, that's part of your team, that's really irreplaceable. You know, uh, Nikki knows my schedule. She handles all of that. You know, it's just, it's just kind of streamlined. You know what I mean? Well, I think, uh, I mean, I'm not one of those woo-woo, um, the stars are in alignment, astrological power type dudes, but I'm not one of those guys who's going to naysay that shit either. And you guys are both are Geminis, I believe. Yeah. Yep. And I'm a Gemini. Um, and I think that that is something that is like a commonality that's pretty powerful. Isn't that weird shit though? Like, it's so weird because like. You know, when I, I used to be really into magic, like magician stuff when I was younger. Me too. And so I knew how to, I learned how to do like cold readings and stuff. And I used to think that I'd be like, oh, well, you know, you read your astrology information and it's like, you could probably read any of them and they'll match you. No, it's not like that. Gemini made sense to me, yeah. but, but fucking Scorpio's never, it's so weird to yeah, me. Yeah, you're no Leo. Right, exactly. And it's like, and, and for me, like when I meet a, Scor- a Scorpio, like I can tell. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a fucking Scorpio. I got it now. I got you a Scorpio. I'm going to, I'm going to treat you differently when I tattoo you, you know, (laughs) but, uh, it's so weird because the Gemini thing, the duality. And actually when I, when I, that's how I met my wife, she was getting the Gemini twins tattooed on the back of her neck. She came in and, uh, she said I was a dick to her. She said I was way too cool and too busy to do her tiny tattoo. But honestly, I, I did have an appointment, but she always reminds me that I was a dick to her. But well, it worked. It worked, yeah, because she got tattooed by my buddy, and I was definitely like, who is this chick? And, you know, the rest is history. It's like, but, hey, hey, baby, I right. see you're a Gemini. Right, right. Exactly. That was easy to talk to her about. I'm like, oh, it's hey, the icebreaker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the sleaziest the, shit, the, but it's true. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that her first tattoo from me was her whole back. Yeah, I back. believe it. Yeah. You know, she wanted to give you some fucking touch on my skin <laughs> right, type right, right. time. Let, take me to Las Vegas. We get stuck there for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That doesn't sound like the best, but it doesn't, it's not the worst either. But you guys are such an amazing, like, 
chemistry. You have this palpable chemistry. She is definitely your better half. Yeah, absolutely. So I love it when she's around too. And obviously, we'll have to have some, um, you know, ask Nikki advice or. Yeah, I actually, I, I thought about that. I thought about like people will write us and they'll be like, "How do you guys, you know, do it?" Josh travels so much. I'm in a band that tours. You know, how do you guys do it? So like, yeah, I wouldn't mind. You know, like some questions about how you know it's definitely more her than me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I listen to what she says. But uh, yeah, I think we should get her on here and talk about some uh, some advice for couples. Yeah, yeah, man, she, you guys have a successful relationship, and you are the model that I kind of look up to or look wow. to as. All right, that's that's kind of what I want in my life. Yeah, um, and I'm a picky guy. You know yeah. this, yeah. as you should be. I, you know, you should be for sure. That's my, I wasn't my other two marriages. Yeah. And that so, whole, uh, well, fuck it. I yeah, mean, we can get a divorce. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, that's really expensive, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, yeah. it helps when the other one's got all the loot and you're just like, fucking okay. I mean, I can't say that I wouldn't jump on the sugar mama train either, but no, I'm, when it, when it was good, it was good. Like, it, you know, we had immediately, they were, she was a twin. So like, what? Yeah. So, so like. It's funny because her her mom gave us so when we got married they gave us um, like a Motorola stock <laughs> and then it split the next day so like we just immediately had a bunch of our own money too but then like we wanted to buy a house and since they were so wealthy the mom just gave us fifty grand to put down oh, on the house nice. but since she's a twin the twins like hey 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 what about me she just wrote her a check for fifty grand oh nice fuck. Hey man, God damn, nice you know what I mean? Holy shit, you know. I don't know, man. You know, there's that thing there. Adversity creates a character, yeah. and uh, if you have everything handed to you, yeah. you're probably not going to be as cool as you could have been. Yeah, she's and she's not a, a bad person. It's just she's just not the person for me. She not know Nikki, right? Exactly. I used to joke around with Nikki. I was like, I left a billionaire for your broke ass. <laughs> That's something you could bring up to the day you're dead, man. Yeah. But it's it's all in love because Nikki's worth all the money in the yeah. world and yeah. more. So that's what's up. I think that shows the power of like when you really connect with somebody. Because I literally had everything I wanted. If I wanted to open a tattoo shop, I had the cash. And I left everything to be happy. No regrets whatsoever. Well, and you already know now because your health is up right. and stuff. And Nikki's doing the same thing yeah, with yeah. her Yeah, that's health. the thing is she had actually discovered the keto diet prior to all of this. So she had been on a weight loss journey, slow, you know, much slower. But like, but she's honestly, she's, I think she's down 30 pounds as well. Dude. And for her, you know, for me, it was all in my gut. So people will be like, damn, you lost weight. They can tell immediately. She carried it a little bit differently. So she doesn't, and plus people don't like to tell women they look thinner because that they just go, what? So I was fat. So she doesn't, you know what I mean? So people don't say it to her as much. You can really tell. I didn't hold back. You yeah. remember, as, because I saw her and she had a noticeable change yeah. before the evergreen thing. Yeah. I don't know if she was just getting motivated for the no, evergreen. Was, I, I bet you probably she was, she was motivated because. She was probably 18, 19 pounds down then. You know what I mean? And so. she knew that, you know, it was time for a change. Yeah. And so. We want our kids to like follow those footsteps. Yeah. You know well, that's the thing too. You have two amazing yeah. kids who are in that very formative time in their life. Where yeah. I don't want them to like not only remember that dad, but like. We don't. You don't need to fucking put that sugar in your face all the time. Like you can do it sometimes. We'll take yeah. you to Dairy Queen here. We're not going to keep you from being a kid. And when you go, you should enjoy the shit out of it yeah. because it's not an everyday it's a treat. Thing. That's why it's called it's a, a treat. P- oh shit, man! DQ yeah. treat. Yeah. yeah, it's not DQ for dinner, <laughs> <laughs> which I've done. Yeah, well, we're not trying to knock people that um, haven't really figured their diet out yet, or if you don't have the financial stuff, the financial means to be able to eat you know, as healthy as you'd like to, because it's free. That's true. But, and there are smart, you know, there's ways to find, um, 
affordable diets. Um, Absolutely. You just have to take the time. Normally, you have to yeah. cook. You know, if you want to... That's a big one, man. It Honestly, is. Honestly, like, if you don't have a partner that cooks, learn to cook. You know what I mean? Learn to just focus on you. For focus s- on yourself. For you more I mean? than just the reason of being healthy and fit, yeah. it's really kind of one of those things that is just good to do. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 like meditative. It's good for you accomplish something, and then you get the nutrition out of it. It's satisfying on so many levels. Plus... Yeah. I, I got to tell you, bro, I lost two really good relationships young, earlier in my, my life because the women couldn't cook. And yeah, so that, I, that I was like, yeah. yeah, you're not the one. Yeah. Because that was my mentality at the time instead of going, well, I can't fucking cook. Right, right. I need to get my cook game up. I need to learn some shit. I need to be on YouTube. Plus, what a, like, what a badass thing. When you have a, a new woman over at the house and you make a badass meal, bro, I'm come a th- on, I'm a threat, right? Right? Yeah. So that's the thing, you know. And like when I started my health journey, I was I learned to read the back of you know packages, and then you then you realize that's great, but what let's, the best food is the shit that you don't if that's there's nothing to read. Yeah, it's, it's that natural stuff. It's you know crazy I mean? when something's just like got like a natural peel on it. Yeah, that's yeah. the wrapper, yeah. like my avocados. And that's the whole thing with like you know, there's all these studies that show there's parts of the world that just don't have the diseases that we have. They never ate like we do. You know what I mean? Even yeah. back, even still in America, even 20 years ago, you know what I mean? The the rate for diabetes is like tripled. And like I heard the other day, 83 percent of people with pre-diabetes don't even know it they don't know it i didn't know it you didn't fucking you know, know I mean? it they don't you know they just use feel like shit you know what i mean and well, then you solve it too by doing other things alcohol the thing that's what sucks is what solves your fucking sugar cravings is fucking more sugar because you know your body wants that because it's not going into fat storage so it's like give me more of that that's why you get those you're super hungry once you start fasting and cut all that shit out i don't crave i don't get crazy hungry ravenously hungry at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I eat, it's good, but like, I don't, I just don't have that because I don't have sugar. in me. You know, sugars cause some of the worst cravings that you'll ever have in your life. And talk about addiction. Holy fuck. That's the most fucking addictive thing, dude. I tell you what, still to this day. All right. I haven't done heroin. I've never slammed a load of heroin in my life, right. but I've done yep. a lot of opiates, right? You know, pills and smoked opium. Um, I've done a lot of meth, but I know, okay. I've never done inter- any intravenous drugs. But I've done everything else, right? And I've done them well, so I've I know what it's like to stop doing things that most people go, "Oh my god, that's the hardest thing I've ever done yeah. in my life." Well, let me tell you what: it's all about how you approach it mentally first off, and then how that thing affects your body secondly, and and when you're like getting it out of your system. Yeah. First off, the most insidious thing I ever did quit was an alcohol. Definitely wasn't cigarettes. That was the easiest shit in my fucking life. Right. It was pills. It was pharmaceutical like, uh, opioids. Op- opioids. opioids yeah. Oh yeah, man. I mean, it, that shit hurt. Yeah. But I made sure, and I I felt it. I didn't take any of that Symboxone or whatever the other stuff is that these junkies like to take to wean themselves off, so they can jump back on the fucking right. junkie train quick. Because I wanted to remember how bad that shit yeah. affected my body. I still, I mean, I can still feel it in my legs if I want to because it hurt that bad. That's what's so crazy about opioids is, you know, I have never really been someone that was even attracted to drugs, but I got, I got a really, really bad cough one year. They call it the hundred day cough. Literally, it's what it sounds like. It was terrible. And I yeah, I had to, that for four years. Fuck, man. You know, they, I went to the doctors and they're like, "Are you allergic to anything?" And I'm allergic to codeine. 
so they couldn't subscribe what they needed to subscribe, so they gave me Vicodin. Oh, word. Nice. And I never, you know, I knew the word Vicodin was scary, you know what I mean? But Vicodin works in a way where in 30 minutes, not only did I not cough, I felt amazing. Yeah, you're going to feel pretty goddamn yeah. sunshiny. I felt amazing. And at that time in my life, I was pretty depressed. You know what I mean? It's always raining in Oregon. It really affected me. So I quickly went, oh, God, I could see this easily. Yeah. It was so powerful that I actually saved two of them for nights that were so crushingly depressed. It was a dark time in my life. I saved them for that purpose. Nice. And even though I only had one prescription, I went through withdrawals. I mean, that, that's all it took. I fucking had the super cold shoulders and the shivering. I went through withdrawals from one prescription fill of fucking Vicodin. Dude. And, and it's been year. It's been five years. And just talking about it right now, I, I'm like, mm. you know what <laughs> I mean? So that's how powerful <clears throat> that shit is. Anything. Anything. I mean, I, you know, a donut. I'm still like, yeah. Mm, donuts. Yeah. And, you know, here's you know, what you guys don't know is that my studio is literally sharing a wall with voodoo donuts. They're open till 4 a.m., I used to come in and I would kind of pretend like, oh, I'm in a hurry. I didn't eat. I better eat a donut. That shit was my plan all along. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird how that worked yeah. out. So like now, I'm not at a point at all where I can go over there, but it'll happen. When I hit my goal weight, I'm seven pounds from my goal weight. When I hit my goal weight, I'll be able to have a donut. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be able to be in, because that donut will be once a month, maybe, maybe. And you know maybe. the thing about that donut? Is you're not even going to want to finish it because they're so fucking yeah. rich. I've noticed that like the couple of times that I have been like, fuck it, give me a Coke. And I, I took a drink of a Coke. It's like, oh my God, I can taste. It tastes different. Totally different. Different. Yeah. Like it's so fucking strong. It's so sugary. Dude, it's syrup. Yeah. I mean, you could taste that shit, yeah. man. You're like, oh, I can almost taste this yeah, fucking so like, corn syrup being squeezed because, into this yes, shit. Yes, 100%. They, there's a saying they said you can't ever go home. It's like. Shit doesn't taste the way I thought it did, which is really good because when I do kind of have a breakdown, it's never, not once in the three times I've kind of like almost cheated, I'll have a, you know, bite of a fucking Sonic burger and I'm like, eh, it's all right. It's all right. You know what I mean? Like a good, just a good piece of chicken is good. It's just a good steak. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's good fat. Good fat. Yeah. I was just thinking that, dude, yeah. when you say a good burger, I go with the best meats because I want the best fat. Yeah. I want that good shit that my body's craving. So we have been told for forever, low fat, low fat diet. Yeah. And sugar is not that bad for you. Yeah. Well, even telling you carbs, carb it up. The fucking food pyramid yeah. is upside down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck that pyramid, man. Yeah. So like, that's the thing is, you know, it's so easy to go to your doctor and have them tell you my wife's father was diagnosed with diabetes before I was. And they told him, here's what, you, first of all, not in any way curable. It, you just you need to eventually take your your eyes and your legs, and so what you need to do is eat a lot of carbs. It's the worst fucking. They might have well, they should have stabbed him. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice I mean? that the healthcare professionals are looking out for you yeah. and doing no harm. Yeah. So they put you on this medication called metformin, which does lower your blood sugar, but it does absolutely nothing to cure. So basically, you are not you were not you're a recovered alcoholic, right? Recovering alcoholic. I guess it's always like that. So that is me telling you. To give you more alcohol. Yeah, it's going to subside whatever you're feeling, but it's in no way going to cure your alcoholism. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so what... No, it's going to make it worse. Yeah. So type 2 diabetes is my body produces too much insulin. So what do they prescribe you? Insulin. Yeah, let's do what that. What the fuck? Fighting fire with fire. Yeah. So yeah, it might make me feel better at the time, but I want to cure this bitch. Yeah. I want to reverse this bitch. I, want, I don't want a fatty liver. 
You know what I mean? I don't want to fucking fatty anything. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I want a fatty dick. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nikki was like, it was funny because I was like, but look how much weight I'm losing. And she's like, your dick better not be getting thinner. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, shit, I hope that doesn't happen. You just let me know, baby. Right, you right. keep tabs on that. <laughs> right, I right. put you in that department. It's so funny. Like when I started losing weight, like, you know, all my weight really, really is in my gut. A little, little bit was in my face. It's a lot thinner now, but I fucking noticed my shoes would be fitting looser and i'm like are you kidding me my fat fucking feet. feet you fat-footed yeah. dude so it's like your body is like so wherever the most storage is my gut that's last man so it's gonna take it off my you know my fucking armpits or something like like my fucking feet come well, on man it's like it's like okay I, the scale shows that i'm lighter but I, my feet <laughs> fuck you you know <laughs> that's fuck cool you. man now you yeah. got a fucking wider variety of shoes that are <laughs> right, gonna fit right. you better I had to fucking get, I can't even really get new clothes because I'm still going. So like, yeah, you don't want to commit yet. So I got like, you'll see me a lot in this Vans hoodie because it's fucking fits for now. But like, I have one of them. But that's smart, man. You're in this transitionary period. You don't want to go out and blow a wad on a new fucking wardrobe. No, because it's ridiculous because I put on, you know, it was, it was always a, it was double X for a minute, probably right at first mention. Damn. It was X. It was just XL most of my life. Yeah. And I put it on. That shit's a nightgown. Because that was just a gut. It was yeah, just the yeah, gut. Yeah. So I put extra. I put any. I have, all, I have all these fucking tattoo shirts. It's just night. A fucking nightgown, man. I look nice. like a fucking idiot in them. You know what I mean? So, dude, so, I've got similar shit, man. Yeah. So then I can't really even wear. Because like I can fit. I can fit into a medium now, but I'm weight training. So that ain't gonna. That, I'm gonna have to go back up to large. Yep. Hopefully with but with the bulk. You know yep. what I mean? So I just gotta wait it out, yep. man. Exactly. Wait it out. Yeah. And use those XLs as fucking workout, yeah. you, you know, when you're at your it. house and I'll, shit. I'll exactly, it. man. I got so many things just for rags and shit like that. Yeah, because I don't, like, I'll, I'll be running and I'll see other dudes running and they're just real lean. And I'm like, I want to be thin, but I don't want to just be that skinny dude now. Well, you want to have be... a good, solid core. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's really a difference between being skinny, yeah. which I always wanted to be slim. And, and yeah. when I was growing up, because I'm a tall guy, I'll just let Yeah, people... you're like six... Some older lady, some old lady at the bakery asked me today. She goes, "Excuse me, me and this lady, we're just wondering, uh, how tall are you?" And I was, I don't know, like over six six. When I'm wearing the shoes I was wearing at the time, right. I'm like six seven. I was like, and these shoes, you know, six seven. Right. But I'm That's only, tall. I'm only like six five. Right, right. But yeah, I'm pretty tall. I just look tall because I'm slim, and right. you know, and I. It's, but you've it, got the lean, the nice lean muscle. That's the thing. Is like, there's like, everybody knows that skinny kid. It's like that's cool, I guess. I have it now. Because right, didn't, yeah. when I was really hitting the weights hard after I quit drinking, after I quit drinking is when I got into health. Right. That's when I got motivated to get my ass in shape. And I quit drinking six months after I quit opiates. I mean, once I quit the opiate train, I was ready to get, get my, my, my health in order and get my body to a state where it would feel good. Yeah. You know, I want to wake up feeling good without having to put is, substances in. Isn't it amazing? Like, how, how did you know you could feel that good? Like that? Never. What, like, I feel like I'm. Every time I see anybody, I, I feel like I, I almost need to apologize about how fucking positive I'm about to be with them because I'm like, fuck them. I know. I'm like, fuck them. Like, Infect them with that positivity. Everything's so amazing. I feel amazing. You it's know, like, they're like, cause they, they might not feel amazing. You know what I mean? And I want to just take everybody with me too. But it's that's, like, that's one of those cool things that is very infectious in a good way. Yeah. Well, like my, I've got a sister that, you know, she's tired of being overweight and I was like, fuck it. You get to your, you know, you get whatever number you're thinking of. 
you get there, I'll give you a thousand bucks cash. And I fucking can't wait to give it to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she was like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, God damn, I'm serious. Like you're my sister. Yeah. And I want, you know, if that's what it takes, like it shouldn't necessarily take care, but that was just that extra. Yeah. I mean, I'm a supporter no matter what. You know what I mean? No, that's but last beautiful. Time I talk, last time I talked to her, fifteen pounds down, and it hasn't been oh that long. God. You know I mean? saw her. Yeah, you know, at the at the Invitational yeah. Yeah. at Evergreen. That's uh, one of Joshua's big big shows. Yeah, and that's here in Eugene. Um, and she, yeah, I mean, I, I thought um, how good Nikki looked, and I was thinking, man, it'd be awesome if Nikki could try to motivate yeah. Jamie a little bit. To, you know, I think to life life happens, and you put on a little bit of weight. You know what I mean? You know, I I, I fully like everybody always asks me if my plan is sustainable. The reason I'm going so hard right now is that's part of how you cure the diabetes. So you have to go kind of quickly. You have to, you need to lose those calories pretty fast. Once I get to my goal weight, I, people don't like to weigh themselves every day. I like to weigh myself every morning. Yeah. And so once, at this point you should. Yeah. Cause I want to, I want to take responsibility for where I'm at. So if I get to my goal weight and I go out and I have birthday cake First of all, it takes 3,500 calories to gain or lose a pound. So it's kind of a lot. It's a lot. But if I do gain two pounds, and because I'm checking daily, that's where it's sustainable because I go, okay, it's only two pounds. I'm not going to hate myself, but guess what I'm going to do? I'm definitely going to go on a 24-hour fast. I'm definitely going to run a little harder, and I'm going to be right back. You know what I'm saying? You can't just go, I did it. That's my diet. It's over. No, it's a life. Your mentality is the proper one, but you know, you're going to hit that point where you're not going to be able to fast for 24 hours fucking super frequently because you're not going to have the reserves around. And I'll be, yeah, and that's, to be honest with you, I I haven't even thought about that, but you're right because you wouldn't be, wouldn't be wise for you to fast for 40 hours. You don't have the reserves. I've, I've, I've literally just had this discussion twice in the last 24 hours about what my fasting, my intermittent fasting is compared to others. I think what you're on is perfect for you. It is, you know and, I mean? and that's why I do it. Yeah. I don't do it because Rogan talked about it, right. and and um, or somebody else, or some hot chick that I'm trying to hook up with, right. and so I'm like, yeah, I'm on her shit. Uh, my girlfriend's a vegetarian, so that pretty much makes me yeah, nah, exactly. dude. I ain't no fucking you know yeah. come along, homie. I'm I'm gonna figure out what works for me. Yeah, and that's um, important. Well, it is, and and that's why I'm doing the the every day. I I try to eat for in the nine hour window every day and not eat for those other 15 hours. Right. Um, which for me works, but my buddy who turned me on to the intermittent fasting kick over six months before I ever even thought about doing it myself. Cause I was like, I can't do that shit. Yeah. Immediately. He, it's like, it's scary. He told me that he did that. He did it. Um, an intermittent fasting diet every month for five days. And that's where he would cut out half of his calories per day for a five to seven day stretch. Mm. And he did, I mean, this guy's, he's fucking ridiculously smart. Um, and so he always does research whenever he's talking about, whenever he's trying to give me, you know, right. advice about something. I know he's already done research so I can really pick him apart. Yeah, I, you got those people that like when they talk, you listen and some, you know, yeah, this guy, he know, stuff. he knew what articles to send yeah, me and what yeah. other stuff to show, but he, he's a dude who, treated his body like shit all right this guy is a fucking beast he's one of my best friends he's like family and i love him to death because he was such a savage and and uh his just his style and his mentality is one of my favorites but I, he looks amazing he guy looks like he's fucking in his 20s and he's gonna be 40 like i mean he might even be 40 right now so i i wondered what the fuck was up with his his jew it's like you know young look that's the, it, it makes, it does. Like I've had several female clients specifically and to be like, not that you looked bad, but your skin looks so, it's like when women are pregnant, you know yeah. what I mean? There's these chemicals 
yeah, my fucking body's fixing itself. It's actually producing these chemicals that it's never done before. It's like, yeah, I'm sleeping. And it's like reversing some aging shit. Well, shit, I guess I just, I recently learned that when you eat, some particles of food can stay in your gut for 20 fucking years. Yeah, man. Elvis. Elvis, brother. (laughs) Yeah. So when you're fasting, you know, your body has to get whatever it can. So, hey, here's some food from 20 years. It's, It's cleaning that shit up. You know what I mean? That, that that's tw- amazing. That twenty-year-old burger shouldn't be in Fuck. there. Fuck. You should. You that's, should. You should like, cl- just knowing that makes me feel like fucked. Ugh, you know yeah. What I mean? So that's why it's really cool to do some of those cleanses like you're doing when yeah. you're doing a fucking forty-eight hour fast. That's yeah. a cleanse. Your body is literally using up the nutrients and it I, has in its digestive tract. And I couldn't believe how good I felt, even the night of, and then the next morning was like fucking rocket fuel. You know what I mean? It was like I felt amazing, amazing enough to say. Fuck it, 24. And I just did it. So I went 48 hours and then immediately into a 24-hour fast. I think that's the most powerful thing to motivate yourself to continue trying to be healthy and better yourself is when you see results, when you feel results. That drives me. It drives me, man. Like, you know, it's like the scale is not from, it's not even about being thin at this point. It's just jumping high enough to touch that branch that you can't reach. You know what I mean? Dude. And I'd walk home from school and I'd be, there'd be this branch, you know what I mean? And I would just tell myself, today's a motherfucking day. You know what I mean? I couldn't get it yesterday. And I will fucking, you know, just little shit like that. I'm going to touch that branch. I'm going to do, they're for me. They're my own personal little contests. So the scale has become that for me. I, it's, I, I fight, you know, fuck you scale. I'm going to fucking do it. Well, there's I mean? only one thing I can um, say about the, getting into watching the scale every day that is can be negative. And that's just, you want to make sure that you're staying hydrated. Yeah. And for anybody out there who's only trying to lose weight, you don't want to worry about the weight necessarily yeah. as opposed to... Yeah, because it'll go up. Yes. You'll be like, I fucking did everything right and I'm fucking more water weight. There's, You know what I mean? And again, 3,500 calories to lose a pound. Even if you do your, uh, you know, your, your metabolic rate and you eat the exact calories to lose, the scale can go up. And that's why you should also never weigh yourself say in the middle like eight o'clock at night yeah it could be it could literally be up to 10 pounds oh higher. man i pee, they'll, they'll I pee fuck out. you up yeah <laughs> liters every yeah. night yeah so i get up it's always early you know get up pee you know what i mean and then, then you weigh yourself i've even gotten up at like six and weighed myself and then went back to bed and at nine weighed myself again and was a pound lighter yeah you know what i mean so yeah. like, you know so, but there's a thing with that. You can tell, you know, when it's water weight or when it's not, yeah. but that's what you don't want to become obsessed with numbers because you yeah. can get into this thing where you're going to trick yourself into feeling, Oh, you know, I don't have to run because, Oh, I didn't really drink that much water. Exactly. No, you yeah. want to run and drink fucking water. Yeah. So you're sweating out and then replacing fluids. So you're going to, you, yeah. you, you don't want to have to. And it slows down. Like if you're really overweight, if you're 300 plus pounds, you're going to drop pounds fast in the yeah. beginning. You know what yeah. I mean? Even me, I was dropping a pound a day in the beginning. You had it to lose. Yeah, I had it to lose. And now that it's closer, like I said, I'm seven pounds from my goal, which I, I'm pretty sure should be my, my, if I follow the BMI stuff, which, you know, they don't count muscle. It should be right about there for my height and everything. But you know, that pound a day shit, I was like, shit, I got this. Yeah. And then it just like, you then know, you plateau. It's like, yeah, and I, I like, plateaued for a minute what? and I was like, what the motherfucker? I thought my scales broke. <laughs> well, you know? the other thing with that is, is that you're gaining muscle. Exactly. And, so that and, muscle, I, and I remember that. Yeah. It weighs so much more than fat. It, it really does. And, and that's the thing is like, if I get on the scale and it hasn't moved, but I can look in the mirror and see the results. 
fuck the scale. And you know? you, the doctors have like the scientific shit down for measuring yeah. your fat yeah. percentage. So if you really want to know what yeah, level, if you really want to know, if you really yeah. want to know, yeah. there's easy ways to find out now. Mm-hmm. And that's a good way to get a real realistic idea of where you are body wise. If you're really trying to have some sort of base to compare from and build from. Right. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you don't give a fuck or if you're not trying to find out, you're not going to do any of that shit. Yeah. Do you, do you like, what's your workout? Like, do you plan it out? Like I know Rogan will plan out like on a Sunday, he'll write down everything. <sighs> Do you just kind of go with it? Like, what do you... Me, I'm not... I mean, I have a set routine mm-hmm. of playing basketball three days a week. Um, Which has got to be... That's incredible in cardio. So. I ran for three hours yesterday. Three um, hours, I, yeah. 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 Well, I would say I was on the court running and playing yeah. hard for at least over two hours yeah. during that three-hour stretch. Um, and see, stuff uh, like that's great because you don't feel like you're... Exercise is my favorite. Fun. It's my you're favorite. Fun, you know what I mean? I, I don't do treadmills. Yeah. I, I don't even get on exercise bikes anymore, but I do a, I, I do this really cool EM. I think it's called the AMT elliptical type machine at yeah. the YMCA, but because it works the range of motion that I want to work before I, I warm up right. certain shit. And then I'll do jump rope and I'll do other sorts of. I love of, jump rope. That's some good calorie burning shit right dude, there. Dude, that's yeah. amazing for all sorts of yeah. things. Um, but so I do, I do, I center around making sure I run three days a week with my buddies and my dudes that I hoop with. And I have hooped with for over eight years now. It's a, an amazing culture we have at our, our court at the local YMCA um, here in Eugene. I'm not trying to blow it up. If you're a douchebag, don't come play with us. Right. <laughs> but if you have game and you're a high level competitive dude and you got a good attitude, um, you're welcome. Um, nice. We play from 10 o'clock to one o'clock Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays religiously man um got a great set of dudes that um we just want to run and 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 burn calories compete and fucking have a great time it's i it's more fun than when i was a kid and i got to go out to recess and play soccer with my buddies that's what reminds me of when you were a kid and you you get out and play because i didn't have to i don't have to go back into school bro i'm going home and i get to eat and i get to go play with my dogs i get to do the things i love to do um i get to live my life but it's centered around making sure and then within that, because I was able to um, get my body back into a state where I could actually start to work out every day, the thing reason why I didn't was because I had torn my trap, my trapezius muscle in my back, lifting weights 10 that, years that, ago. That's such a fear of mine is getting an injury. That's and that's why I will continue to hound you to let me go over some stuff with you yeah, as you sure. want to start lifting heavier so you avoid the pitfalls yeah. that people fall into when they get into it because yeah. you, you just want to go gun ho and you think yeah i'm so no motivated pain, no gain. Yeah, and then you fucking tear something and then you can't lift. then you can't the and then you're in this pit of depression yeah, because yeah. You, the thing that was motivating you and keeping you satisfied pumped every day right. isn't there right. or it causes you pain which is even worse so so i tore my trap i was 230 pounds i was six four six five ish i was so heavy i was actually shorter wow that's wow. i mean 50 pounds yeah, well, I mean, that well, would push down on you for I've sure. I've got a big yeah. frame. So yeah. me and my brother, Daniel, over in uh, Hawaii, the pharmacist, when he was still going through his med school and stuff up in Portland, he was starting to bulk up and, and lift weights. And so we were doing a competition thing because I'm much taller than him. Right. Um, and he's always been much more handsome and debonair than I was. Um, 
And so we were trying to find a level playing ground on, okay, who's going to lift weights and get bigger quicker. And, right. and it was fun because we were both throwing on the weight Good and keeping each other motivated, but I was being a dumbass. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't stretch right. I never had body maintenance, meaning I never went to somebody that knew where my body should be at a base level right. to fucking put my muscles and my ligaments and my tendons in places that they should be in their natural state. Um, and I hit it hard, man. I was fucking working out six days a week for about three hours per day. Wow. Just doing heavy, heavy weight shit. That's really, that's really intense. <clears throat> I was playing a lot of racquetball too with my buddies. I, I have two, uh, really big, big, uh, athletic homies. One of them played middle linebacker for the ducks, um, for the Oregon ducks. And so we would play racquetball, but I wasn't able to play basketball because I was too bulky. I wasn't nimble at all. I was a chunk, dude. So, um, and, and I didn't have a diet either. I just knew that I needed to eat a lot of carbs and protein. So I was, I was shoveling rice and chicken into my grill every day as much as I could. Right. And I was overweight for sure. I, that's a, that's probably exactly what I would have done too. Like, you know what I mean? Like you just think this is what I'm supposed to. I was eat. trying to bulk up, man. Yeah. I was trying to tell my bro, you're in competing. Go fuck it. yourself. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna throw this on. I'm gonna yeah. outswole you. Yeah, yeah. So so he ended up fucking his wrist up doing a, a front squat, which was the most bitch made thing. I fucking I still can't. I mean, I brought it up to a buddy yesterday. Um. But I tore my trap like an idiot after I played racquetball for two hours. I went in and decided to kill kill the workout for the day. Wanted to maximize my time at the gym. So I went and hit my weight routine. And then I got in this freaking decline trap um, rack, I guess you would call it. And I overextended my trap and it just pulled, it tore and it tore Damn. bad. And Damn. it was like one of those instant pain sharp Fuck. stabbing shit you know and like then I, I just fucked up <laughs> and for two weeks i couldn't even turn my neck left Ugh. so and but you know i was one of those ignorant fools who had always told himself no pain no gain yeah so i <clears throat> continued to lift as soon as i could physically lift and things didn't get better the pain got worse i got weaker and weaker and weaker so i lifted for a year Without going to massage, without going to see a doctor, without doing shit, because I was just like, I, you know, I'll just push through it. And yeah. <clears throat> well, I had done a lot of damage all the way through my neck um, and all the way down to the middle of my back. Uh, so I finally went to a doctor. They told me I couldn't do any working out um, as I had to go see a, a physical therapist. They said specifically, you got to stop working out. And I was like, oh, oh. I mean, how long are we talking? Yeah, Cause, come on. Because yeah. I need to be active. This yeah. is Eugene, Oregon. It's a little bit cloudy up in this bitch. Yeah. And this was uh, New Year's. I saw them on fucking New Year's. Really? So it was the beginning of the year. And uh, and she's telling me I can't work out. And I'm thinking, it's the middle of goddamn winter. What the fuck does... I mean, what do you mean? She says, you can't even do yoga. And I'm like, so I can't even barely stretch? It's the worst possible time to find What can I do? Yeah. And she says, yeah. you can walk. You can go on walks around your neighborhood. So I did. And she said, for three months at least. Wow. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go through this winter yeah, in a shitty gray. mental... Yeah, yeah, man. In a shitty ment uh, mental place in my in my uh, my head. So, so I did it. I went on walks 
fucking every day, was depressed, was losing weight, got atrophied, just started shrinking, you know, to, yeah. qu- to quote Mac from Always Sunny. I yeah. was I was as big as a skyscraper, and, <laughs> and then I shrunk down to the size of a postage stamp. Yeah. Um, but I start, started having less pain every day, which was the main thing. And then they showed me some fucking yoga stuff and some things to strengthen my core, my neck, my back, and to, to hit that. But they didn't, you know, it was kind of that cookie fucking cutter company yeah. treatment, man. Just, yeah, okay, you got this shit going on. All right, and here they fucking charge you the same rate. Come once a week. Now you're out of here in, yeah. in eight weeks. Um, and it didn't really heal me. So then I started getting more into yoga and I started doing this acupuncture stuff that my stepdad... I think when I met you, you might have been doing some acupuncture. I just had started yeah. because yeah. Uh, my stepdad had got hip to it. Yeah. His hip um, had been replaced three times. Well, yeah. Three surgeries on his hip, and he, the dude had always been in pain. Yeah. Ever since I knew him, he couldn't sit down for more than 20 minutes at a fucking time. So when he told me one day that he had been seeing this acupuncturist and this Thai masseuse guy that worked together that had cured his, his hip pain, I was like, all right, I'll go check him out. I still had a little bit of insurance because I was um, young enough to still qualify to be on my mom's insurance. Okay. So I had, I think, about eight months where I was able to utilize this awesome um, acupuncturist and Thai masseuse who started pulling a whole bunch of scar tissue and shit out of my shoulder and my wow. back. I mean, started really seeing a difference. I saw black shit really come out because the Thai masseuse guy used cups, like fucking glass cups, yeah, you know, yeah. that Chinese that. cupping yep. shit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'd have gnarly big. Yeah, I was fucking, like, what? I was like, be tattooing you. I'm like, what the fuck is what's that? What's this big sucker, you dog? Fight, you fight with an octopus yeah, before you got that here. was what I would tell little kids because yeah. they'd be, what's that? Yeah. I fucked this big yeah. octopus up, man. <laughs> right, but he right. got the best of me for. But no, um, it's cupping, and and it, you know, now you see Michael Phelps and all the. Yeah, yeah. But before the Olympics and everybody, you know, I was that freak with big old fucking sucker marks on his shit. People are like, this guy likes his vacuum a lot. Right, right. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I just like being um, relieved of pain. Yeah. So so they actually pulled this scar tissue out and it came out in like black smoke and it coated the inside of this big fucking glass cup. Wow. It was disgusting. I couldn't believe that that shit came out of me. But at the same time, I was so pumped right. that it that came it out of came me. came out, yeah. Get that shit out, bro. Yeah. So, um, so I continued to see them for a couple of years and, and then kind of, I mean, I got back to a point of some level of health and everything, but it never really, my neck always kind of had that con- constant pain. And I thought, you know, I just probably going to need surgery at some point, or I just, you know, fucking really got some gnarly scar tissue in there or something's fucked. And that's just how it is. But I'm, I'm not a surgery guy. I'm that natural guy. I've had my medical card, my cannabis card. Right for that pain for 10 years. And that is one of the main things that helps me a ton. But, you know, there's only so much you can smoke and still be functional. Yeah. And that's my thing. I don't I don't want to be too high. You know me. Um, yeah, ever since I've known you, I've never descri- I would never describe you as high. But I'm guessing you're probably... Well, I'm about to light a joint right now because I want to maintain my level. Right. Um, it's one of those things... You can tell when your levels are... Yeah, you know it because I, and I do smoke by mood as all my friends know. I'm one of those guys that has an extensive collection because each thing, each strain of cannabis does something different. So you like, do you like a high CBD sometimes? I like high CBDs all the time. I think, I think that that is good. I've, uh, 
I've got some stuff going on with one of my dogs at home, and today we got uh, I gave him gave her CBD. You know what I mean? And some, I'm, I'm excited to see. I was know. very excited to yeah. uh, hear that you were going to try that with her. Oh, I looked into it, and it's not, it's all positive across the board. It's fantastic. You know what I mean? You know, I I, I had CBD from you uh, back in the day for my anxiety, and it immediately I couldn't believe how fast it helped. You know what I mean? And no one really knew. Like back then, not a lot of people knew about it. You know what I mean? When I told people about it, they were like, what? What are you talking about? You know what I mean? My, uh, my sister's husband is, it takes it every day for anxiety. You know what I mean? Absolutely fucking, this guy was suicidal. You know what I mean? And it absolutely helped. You know? I, it helps everybody that I know. Anybody who's open-minded enough and willing to just, you know, do something to help them fight anxiety and depression and right. the woes of life right. the day in day out stuff that we all feel. Yeah. That's why people eat the donut. That's why people fucking yeah. eat the handful of candy or that bag of chips yeah, or something. You get that dopamine, you get that release. However you're getting it, you know, and I, I, a lot of people that know me know that I've been open, open about panic disorder, anxiety, you know, and, and that's one of the things that blew my mind is that I have not had anything like that since the health journey. That's the coolest thing about this whole yeah. thing, which is why you're, I know besides just you and knowing you and your, your mentality, your style. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I was really open because I always thought, well, shit, if people know that I, I suffer from this and I still get shit done, cause you gotta be a professional and go to work. You gotta fucking do it. You know what I mean? But honestly, like I'm so focused on my health that I, I don't, I don't know if I haven't had time, but it just hasn't even entered my brain. Like there was one night that I, Nikki would say I kind of had a panic attack, but I was having some heart palpitations. And because of my health, I thought I might maybe this is a heart attack or something. So it wasn't even a panic attack. It was legitimate thought. Some shit, yeah. medical shit was, and I wasn't, I was just fucking, I don't know, you know, maybe I exercised too much or something, but I was fine. You know what I mean? But, you know, so I used to hear like, you know, um, I listened to Adam, the Adam Carolla podcast a lot. And he talks a lot about I understand depression, but if you just get up and start moving, get up and start walking. And I used to kind of roll my eyes like, oh, you just don't know what it's like. But he's absolutely right, man. Once I started moving and doing stuff besides, you know, I would tattoo all day long sitting down and I'd go home tired. So I would sit down and I love to watch good TV shows. So I'm just sitting and sitting and sitting. I don't let myself do that that much anymore. I take some time for myself, but I enjoy you know, I don't love running because my shins start to kind of hurt, but I'll walk at a really fast pace. It's almost like jogging. Yeah. And it's I, probably better for your joints anyway. I fucking hate running. Yeah. I, you know, running, unless you're on like a nice path, yeah, like a Barca mulch path yeah, or something yeah. that's padded. That's why they put that stuff exactly, down. It's yeah. because it's better for your joints. Yeah. Unless you're doing that, it's really hard on your shit. Yeah. And if you're overweight, it's exactly. really hard on Starting your shit. Starting out being over, you know, being really overweight and then. My dumb ass did it in vans at first. You know what I mean? Like before I realized, okay, let's get some real fucking shoes. But, well, it's uh, not like you're like, you know, it's going to be a montage. Montage. Right, exactly. Going to the store for shoes. Montage. <laughs> you know. I should, I should have filmed the montage. You like, them, actually. <laughs> you got what you have, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. I just was like, I'm going to try this out. But like what I do now that gets me going, I like now that it's nice outside, that's helped a ton because I went and bought a treadmill. I kind of fell in love with it just because I could do it anytime I wanted. I didn't have to go to the gym. But what I like to do, I get up, put on some fucking loud-ass music that motivates me, hit the treadmill for like 20 to 30 minutes to like get going, right? And I'll do intervals. I'll, I'll sprint, and then I'll slow down, keep my heartbeat going. Then I'll just immediately jump off the treadmill and go straight outside. 
and I'll just walk wherever the fuck I want. I've got a really beautiful neighborhood. Fresh air. Yeah, the fresh air, the fucking vitamin D, the sun, because of this fucking Eugene is... Right now. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. So I will take advantage of that. And what's nice is that since I warmed up, I got a, you know I already got 3,000 steps in. So when I come back from my, my walk, I'm immediately at like 8,000 steps already. You know what I mean? Two, three miles already. And just mentally knowing that before I fucking ate breakfast... I did three miles, and I know some of you out there running 20 miles, and I, and I ain't shit, but for me, this is something. No, that's how you, you appreciate what those dudes yeah. who are doing 20 miles do is yeah. because you're putting in the three miles going, yeah. you know what? I, I want to do that sometime. Two months ago, it hurt to tie my shoe. Fucking A, you know man. I mean? You know, you bend in that bowling ball in exactly. half. Exactly. Like, my gut was in the way. Physics. You know what I mean? Like, I was telling a story the other day about how I went to the coast. And I was, there was this like ledge and I was going to take this beautiful photo and I went to jump on this wall that was fucking two feet high. And just because I thought I was like a normal person just jumped up on the wall and ate shit. Yeah. Fucking ripped my shin up and stuff because my fat ass couldn't jump a two fucking foot wall. Yeah. I laughed pretty hard at yeah. that. So <laughs> now I have a two foot porch on my house. So every day when I come home, you better fucking believe that last step. I'm fucking jumping on that porch. Fuck the stairs. I jump up because I'm like, I can fucking do it. Yeah. Joshua's you know I mean? got springs now. I know, man. It's like it ain't, it ain't shit. But like I thought, you know, you... Like you just think you can do shit when you were younger. This I never even considered a two foot wall wouldn't be, and I just fucking just ate shit. That's why you, you ate shit, mean? bro. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't shit until was you funny. realized it was. Yeah, it was hilarious, but it hurt. You know oh, what I mean? Dog, it but was like, worth it. Yeah. for us, for well, the rest of the world. Now it's a thing I'll I'll never forget. So yeah. now, like, I'm always like, ooh, I think I could jump that three foot wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, it's it's just been cool to like like little things like that. You know what I mean? Like little things have have been cool like that. And they just get better. I mean, I love, that's why I'm going to love doing the podcast with you is because we'll be able to document this verbally because how many great conversations have we had right, exactly. that mimic kind of this one or, and that's kind of what started it. You know, we'd be talking and we were like, we should record this shit. <laughs> yeah. I wish we were, you know what I mean? So like, I think, I think originally I, I knew I was wanting to do podcasts for a while I think when I brought it up, you were just immediately like, dude, well, fucking down. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to be that dude who's like, uh, please fucking let's do that yeah. because I no, don't yeah, want to be a needy dude. But, yeah, but no, it hit me. I was like, I was like, we got shit to talk about. You we always I mean? have shit to yeah. talk about. S- speaking of stuff to talk about, what are your thoughts on like smoothies, like drinks? Like, like, you know, do you, do you like to, you know, I love me yeah. some smoothie. Yeah. Man. I'm the smoothie. You made one of the best smoothies master. I ever had the other day. Well, I made set, the, Sean sent me home with a smoothie. That shit was good, dude. <laughs> Nikki, we split it. The pride I felt <laughs> in you taking that smoothie yeah. and actually telling me you were going to drink it, yeah. I didn't know. I was like, you know, it's fifty fifty. What's weird is it, it was like, I, I don't know how you got it that cold. Like even at my house, it was like Nikki was like, "God damn, this is cold." I I, I got my technique down and everything. <laughs> don't be tickling or nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> But yeah, like uh, we split it, and it was like it was fucking good. Well, that's my go-to yeah. shit, and that's why my lifestyle is doable. Right. It's because I, I got a smoothie out there right now, right. Right? and we can split that when if you if you're it's in your time period to eat when you know we leave right. here, or if your fucking shit's on point or whatever. I'm gonna have some because right. I already ate, and that's why it's not crazy because you it's you when you're eating it's fucking delicious, and that's the thing is you know you. you you got to find shit that you love that's healthy. And yeah. it's out there. Well, Ber- berries are fucking fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. So, but they're hard to get fresh. So yeah. I use frozen ones. Mm-hmm. And when I can do fresh ones, 
I'll do them, but you know, it's it's really sketchy. Berries are one of those things that if you're not getting local, you're probably doing harm in yeah. consuming that shit. I think that's an aspect where being in Eugene is we're pretty lucky. Lucky you know as I mean? fuck. Yeah, like you know, Eugene, Oregon. For those that don't know, is very big on local organic. You know what I mean? Like yeah, one we, of the things that everybody brags about is locally owned. Or, you know, I used to make fun of that and be like, "Oh, is it organic?" It's like now I get that shit. It's well, like, it's funny because Voodoo is right on the other side of the wall, but two buildings over, well, less than a block over, mm-hmm. is the farmers market, the biggest Eugene huge farmers beautiful. market. We share a building with them with the best the local office. raised yeah. shit. Yeah, and yeah. the fucking down across the hall right. is the the headquarters for right. that shit. Like, and it's, they, like a, it's like a famous Saturday market. Like it's, it's fucking it is. Legit. It's one of those ones legit. that yeah. that that it's worth going to. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be like, uh, you know, forecast for Eugene was cloudy with a chance of a drum circle. Yeah. Was, you know, when I moved here and saw that shit at all. And I, I'll be honest with you, I was, I was like, God, what is all this hippie shit? But then I was like, some of these hippies are on to something. Some of them Some are. of them are. Not all of them. The ones that don't look like hippies are yeah, the ones yeah. that really got it going on. Yeah, some of these people, they know a little more than I than I do. You know what I mean? And it's it's, I'm always telling Nikki, I'll, be, I'll say something. And I'm like, not to get too hippie on you. But the pharmaceutical companies are fucking up. No hippie. No hippie, okay? Yeah, yeah, no hippie, yeah, all right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, like sugar might actually be really yeah. bad for the population yeah. in general. Can you believe this shit? I fucking probably should stop eating this you cake. Know, <laughs> hey, have you ever heard of Doc Bronner's soap? No hippie, no hippie, but oh, yeah, uh, I, Doc I, Bronner's soap is like good in so many ways. That's and all you just I tattoo need a little with. Bit. It's, oh, but no. Oh, yeah, yeah I feel you, bro. It's but I will those... say that Dr. Bronner says you can brush your teeth with it. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and, and some of those, like the peppermint one, it can be a little sensitive on the sack yeah, yeah. you know some I, of those will sit, sizzle I, I tattoo with the lavender one and one time a client i'll have some clients that i kind of hook up and i'll be like i'll hook you up but you need to bring me like a case of paper towels dr bronner's she brought peppermint soap oh, and i tattooed fuck. with it nah that shit Burn, burns real bad bro. it yeah. burns it burns it yeah. burns <laughs> i was like what's going on like fucking i don't know what's different it was the soap it's, yeah dude i won't i you know but that's that's one of those nice hippie knowledges. That's right. you got that hippie wisdom. Yeah. You're gonna know that, and now you're already an honorary hippie, brother. You've been <laughs> oh, here shit. for six years, man. If, and I, if I show up with dreadlocks, just fucking shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you do rock the beard, and you right, rock right. it so well. <laughs> so, it. so you blend in like a motherfucker. The funny thing is, is when I grew this beard, uh, my wife was like really unsure, and then like now she, there's no way I could shave it. She she would freak out. Well, my kids gonna... have never seen me without it. I've never seen you yeah. without if it. If I shaved my beard, you'd be like, "Damn, Josh looks like a cancer patient." <laughs> <laughs> you'd be looking like me, brother. Right. <laughs> I look like that motherfucker. Okay, right, right, right. I'm that dude in my family because my brother is the the same way. Amy will not let Ty be beardless. His his fucking Instagram is two beards, and oh, really? it's him and his dog. I, I I joke around about like, well, shit, man. I'm you know because right now I'm thinner than Nikki's ever known me. I'm actually lower weight than she's ever oh, yeah. known me. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, you know, I was a good-looking guy in high school, so I'm like, maybe I'll shave it off, you know what I mean? When my, you know, my face thins out. You, you got know, pretty so, eyes, too. Like, but she got, she's like, don't you fucking dare. Don't you fucking dare, you know? And uh, even El- my son, Elliot, was literally like, please don't shave your beard. And like, so honestly, like, I don't, I don't see, I don't think it'll ever happen. I'm so jealous of it because, you, first you, you off... You to grow a beard? Uh, yeah, just, dude. This doesn't happen. Do you know? Okay, so... <laughs> I've you've been apprised of my whole beard fiasco of like because I had to go get those um, anti-inflammatory shots in my in my around uh, two spots in my neck because I had two tiny tiny bald spots that weren't even noticeable like fucking two years ago maybe on my neck compared to my brother who is in a beard calendar 
I have no follicle game, but you know, I've got a decent jawline and um, I can grow a goatee and I can grow a mustache and I've got some sideburn action. See, that's that weird. That's that genetic thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like I said, some people are born, like you never see them work out, but they got a six pack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so like, this is as far as my beard will grow. Like it just done. But like Sean King, oh, shit's twice as long. Dude, he's a wizard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't know. Like I've never had long hair, but I, I kind of, you know, I, now my hair is too thin to do it, but I used to be like, Oh, I wish there was only college years and I grew long hair. Some people's hair just stops. Yeah. Isn't dude, that weird? It's that's like me. And so like to see, yeah, like people be like, I can't grow a beard. You know what I mean? It's like, God, it's so easy for me. You I can't I mean? wait till we get some cameras up in this place because right. it would make so much more sense visually right, right, right. to show the dynamic of my baby fucking face right. and my bald dome <laughs> to your savage beard. My, I've just been doing the hat because it's like, I know my hair is thin, but like I, I play in a band and somebody was, you know, videotaped me from like above and I was like, Oh, it's like that. It's that bad. So, oh shit. I didn't know, yeah, bro. Yeah. So I was like, I knew it's thin, but like it's getting close. Like I'll probably be shaving it. Just, well, you, you know said I mean? that probably a year ago when yeah. I started buzzing my head yeah. because you were like, Oh shit. You went, you yeah. went the my fucking, we- I was bald in my wedding. My, my wedding pictures. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a decent dome yeah. because if you did well, it, here's what's funny is that I was at a tattoo convention the night before we were getting married and I called, I called my fiance at the time and I'm like, I did something stupid. And of course she's like, what, you're out of state. What the fuck did you do? And yeah. I'm like, I shaved my head, like shave, like, like shave, yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. and she had never seen my head either. You know what I mean? She was fucking worried about it. So when I showed up, she immediately like looked over it real quick and she's like, okay, you look good. You know, <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I, it was literally like a guy in the hotel was like, I got these clippers. Who wants their head shaved? And I have no idea why. And you were trying like, to get out of that fucking marriage, bro. Um, yeah, right, you were right, trying. Right, you yeah. were like, third time's a charm. Maybe right. if I shave my head now, right? And she gonna be like, yeah, we can't do. It this. was li- literally the day before we got married. Yeah, dog. That's so that's crazy. a statement. I'll bring pictures in, but uh, yeah, it's pretty funny to see, dude. I I'm interested because I've never known you to not have a beard and not have hair. Because right. you you like I think I comb your a, hair. I think I just had a goatee even then too. I don't know. Yeah, back yeah. then. In the wedding. Okay, good. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to see that shit. Yeah. Because so, so Nikki will freak if you even take any length off of it I've, or I, what? I've trimmed it up and okay. she's like, eh, I like it better long. You know what I mean? Because I think nothing looks better than like a really well manicured like beard. Groomed You know beard. what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, Not that fucking yeah. Eugene hippie yeah, yeah. shit. No, I try to keep my shit on point like fucking beard oil and stuff. But like I didn't used to. I just whatever. You know what I mean? But. But yeah, like a good you know beard oil comb combed beard definitely makes a difference. Man, the jealous. fucking girls love it. Damn, I'm jealous, they do, man. dude. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm tall, and they like right, that. Right. But if I that's why I'm like, man, I just got. I want to have that Carl Drogo look. You know. Yeah. I want to be bearded the fuck up. It's have fu- a mane. It's funny how there's things like like a beard or being tall. Like when I was in high school, I learned early on being funny. Oh yeah. Being funny. You know what I mean? Like girls fucking love that. You know what I mean? Everybody likes to laugh. Yeah. And that's one of the things that is is shitty about school is you just want to have fun and hang with your friends right and then you gotta go and learn the same bullshit that they're just pushing out that year in curriculum you know yeah it's like it's so easy to just like my daughter she's 14 and she'll be like i get it but i'm not going to be in this career therefore i don't really need to know and so what i always tell her is even though you don't need to learn calculus you're learning how to learn. Yes. You know what I mean? And you're learning how to do something that life has given you. And that seems to help her because she's an incredibly gifted artist. She's actually won awards for it and she's going to be an artist. I think she already knows how to learn Yeah, because she, 
already knows so much. Yeah, she just, you know, she gets in school and like it's this, you know, the, the, the way they teach math now is different than when they taught math to you and I, you know what I mean? Well, let's hope so. Right, right. But um, it's a lot. She'll come home with hours of homework, stuff like that. So we've actually, she's won an award which gave her the ability to go to some of these schools that are more art-based. You know what I mean? You have to kind of like get into them. You got to get some recognition. So because of some of her uh, work, she's got, she's welcome. So we're really looking into, she's just about to go into high school. We got her in the school she wants. We're going to see how that goes. And if it's not great, we're going to move her into one of those art schools. Sweet, man. Because you don't want to see somebody lose their passion. Lose their spark. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And she's so fucking smart and so has such a high potential to do amazing things in life that you want to just support that. Yeah. Sometimes I'll I'll talk to my wife and I'm like, where does she get all this energy? And she'll look at me like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Both of your daughters. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I get it now. I get it. You know what I mean? Now you get it. Yeah. You're healthy now, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's what I, you're finally able to see this bigger picture of life because your brain's functioning on this other level. That's why I want you to start taking the CBD shit on a daily basis. And 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 I do take it like not as regular as I should, but it, it definitely helps. It helps. Yeah, MCT oil too, man. Like oh, that's some talking about good fats. Good fats. I mean, yeah. I mean, Nikki drinks in her coffee every morning, bro. I'm, I, mean? I want some tea. I want some of my avocado oil yeah. and CBD shit right now. Right. Yeah. Nikki's definitely been on, on that as well. Like, you know, the, you know, understanding the power of good fat. You know, we've been told this the, the wrong way for so long and, you know, it sucks because she knows she's right. And she's on these forums where everybody shares this knowledge with her, but then somebody will be like, What? What do you, you know what I mean? And it's, it's a little difficult because you have to choose. Do I educate this person or I can be kind of apathetic and just be like, I don't even, I don't really want to even deal with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'll just kind of blow you off. You know what I mean? But you know, there's nothing like knowledge. And when you understand why your body's working better than it's ever worked, you kind of want to share it with everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's not just fasting for me. Like that's one of my things, you know, it's a new thing. But you're like, dude, this could like help your life. Yeah. I'm like, don't you want to feel amazing? I mean, don't you want to live? Yeah. Yeah. Be there for your kids. What's that living shit? Well, I mean, okay. Really good uh, guy to talk about in this um, discussion would be probably our our friend Sean King, because he's one of those guys that I thought would immediately be affected and motivated by you in some way because of this health scare that you had Mm -hmm. because his diet was so similar to yours. Yeah. Yeah. Sean and I are a lot alike in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's why we're such good friends, you know, for Sean, you know, he organically just kind of started walking more, you know what I mean? just started walking more and to save money, stopped eating Taco Bell at 3am. So he didn't, I don't think he ever said, I mean, he may have, because I remember when he stopped drinking soda, but then he like traded it for lemonade. So it's still sugar. Well, and those, um, Starbucks coffee Coffee's his thing. Man. <laughs> Dude, that shit fucking, was like, yeah. and that's what he got me. I started drinking the same coffee drink he drank without the coffee. So I was drinking a milkshake. What the fuck? Every day. And that's, yeah. So that was one of the things that, you know, and I was like, it's probably 600. It's like a thousand calories. Or of, more. It's fucking of crazy. Pure shit. It's literally a milkshake. It's yeah. delicious. But I, you know, that's fucking, I want one. yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> we're, we're real close to Starbucks too. But Sean, you know, he just started walking everywhere and not buying uh, you know, not buying shit. So like not buying like fast food and stuff. So he just lost weight as well. I don't know if you've seen him in a while, but he's he's not I really, haven't. He's not really overweight. I it's haven't weird. seen well, that's the thing was he was slimming down. Yeah. And that was cool. I was loving that the fact that he, you know, um he was trying starting to make some like dietary changes or at least being conscious of that and stuff. But those 
Starbucks things were always in his fucking always, head, man. Always, yeah. And that's just calories. I mean, it's yeah. just like seeing somebody with a beer in their hand. He, dry, he, he drinks his regular coffee black. So I was like, man, you could fast 16 hours and you can drink black and coffee. And still just stay on the coffee, bro. Yeah. And he's like, well, he goes, well, I think I kind of accidentally do that. But if you think about it, not really, because I've sat there with him when he's had Taco Bell at two in the morning. So he might do it sometimes accidentally, but you got to kind of be on it. You know? Oh, yeah. But he was at the house yesterday and he's not, I mean, he's never been fat, but he was like me at a gut. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as me, actually, but it's gone. It's gone, man. He's, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And he had sleep apnea. And he's like, man, he's like, I don't have sleep apnea anymore. And I'm like, here's the thing. This is what excites me more than anything. I thought I was just curing diabetes. I didn't know. I'm fixing everything, everything. man. Like I'm, I'm really, really helping stop future possible cancers. I'm stopping things before they start. Nikki's grandmother has Alzheimer's disease, and it turns out, and it's not like you know everything, but that's insulin as well. That's that you know there's there's deposits in the brain that could have been avoided. Yeah, it's or, unhealthy. You know, it's unhealthy, unnatural, you know, bodily function, yeah. and cognitive function, which yeah. is caused by what you put in. My father your brain. had two strokes. And I was well on my way, and I, and by me doing this younger, I'm I'm hopefully going to prevent that. You, you never know because there's genetics that I could drop dead right now. You just don't know. But just like taking care of your car, like taking care of your body, like I don't know why it didn't hit me until recently, but I I don't want to say I didn't care, but I just didn't. You think know about why? It. You know you know why? It's because you were focused on other things yeah i was focused on my success i was very very still very driven to be the best tattoo artist i could be like i didn't give a fuck about the money i wanted to be the best yeah i wanted to be the guy i used to always have this thing i wanted to be at a tattoo convention this was years ago and i wanted to be the like if you heard these two guys talking about these tattoos right they were like oh did you see what that guy joe did and people were like i know it was amazing did you see what chris did holy shit and then somebody go but did you see what joshua carlton did and i want them to go yeah but that doesn't count because that's on another level yeah, that's you see what I'm saying. That that's what it, I wanted to hear. That's how it is. Yeah, I always I always tell people when I teach these seminars on tattooing, it's not so much about being the best artist, but being the best person. I always say treat treat what you do like you're a fucking serial killer. You think those motherfuckers are fucking around? They ain't taking time. You know what off. I mean? They're not taking time. I watched off. Red Dragon last yeah. night, brother. Yeah, no I, fucking days off. You know what I mean? Now, if you want it, like you gotta want it. I don't want to hear excuses. You gotta want it. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it yeah, is. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. Dieting, success, money, girls. Any of it, you gotta fucking want it. You do. You gotta. You gotta be motivated. Yeah. Whatever. And hopefully and, you're not a serial killer. <laughs> you know. And if you fail, tomorrow's fucking another day, man. That's the beautiful thing about it. You know, you're on this diet thing. You let's say I let's say this inspires you to get on your health journey, right? And you fucking are doing great, and then you slip up, and you fucking have that donut. That's cool. That's cool, man. Tomorrow, don't. Yeah. Or even you know, don't have to finish that donut. Yeah. If if, I mean, if you finish it. No shame, but if you get halfway through it and you go, eh, this wasn't as good as I yeah. thought it was going to be. Because it's not going to be. You know what I mean? Then you can trash it. Yeah. You don't have to eat the whole fucking donut. You, you can, can just fu- go, hey, it was cool that I, I paid the fucking dollar or two bucks for that yeah. half a donut. And that's another thing is like Nick, Nikki used to always say, you know, part of her eating problem was is that she, we were, we've been well off and we've been poor. And she would say, I bought this meal and I just can't not eat it all. And I would say, look at it the other way. You paid for this meal. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You own that meal. Yeah. You know what she used to do that was hilarious? Was she would, when she, as soon as she was satisfied with her food, she would spray it with Listerine. 
Ah, I love I mean? it. Yeah, so she like now it's fucking no touchy, ruined. no touchy. Yeah, dude, that shit is fucking, tainted. Those mashed potatoes are fucking ruined. They are. Yeah, and it, it kind of sounds crazy, but that's kind of brilliant. That you know is I mean? fucking dedication. Yeah, yeah. that's She'd discipline. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, Nikki, another brilliant move. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that was pretty impressed with that. Was yeah, like, there's those things that you do that just you know give you the strength that you need to yeah. make that fucking that that to accomplish your task to get you closer to your goal yeah. and it's not a fucking thing that you do okay i'm going to do this this month it's today it's yeah. today and then tomorrow and it doesn't then, it doesn't happen overnight and like you know the the well the, for you it did to me i did extra fast again and only because according to doctors that's the best way. oh you could have died dude right you yeah. were fucking losing yeah. your vision man yeah like you know i haven't even mentioned that my vision was the same you know, I had to wear glasses. I didn't wear them because it was for distance and I could see good up close. But I thought my vision was getting worse because I was holding my phone at a different distance and I went to have a diabetic eye exam and they're like, no, your eyes are getting better because you don't have the pressure on them. That blew my mind. That's when I kind of realized I'm really curing myself. You know, um, you know, the, the journey is the path. You know what I mean? So like you don't get a black belt overnight. You know what I mean? You don't you know, you don't get the instant gratification. This is the long haul. And, you, you know, know, you you put yourself in this position by by eating what you ate and ignoring your health. You yeah. went, okay, I got a bigger hole to climb out from, yeah. but I'm going to hit the ground running yeah. and stay Literally. motivated. So that way I'll be somewhere before I know it. And you already right. are. It blew my fucking mind because I saw you at Evergreen. Right. And we hung out. I mean, fuck, there's plenty of pictures. There's so many right. there's documentation Tons of, of us yeah, yeah, kicking yeah. it, doing our thing. You, yeah. me, Sean. And we'll, we'll eventually have video of all this on YouTube so you can... You can see us. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you can feel like you're in the studio here right, in Eugene right. with us. Don't worry. The tie-dye will be at a minimum. <laughs> right, right. That's across the hall. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we, we have a fucking stand. Okay, that's where you started from. Right. I mean, worked like two months ago. Yeah. And now you're already a fucking completely different yeah, person. I feel like a complete. I'm, you yeah, are a completely yeah, different it's person. 30, it's almost 30 pounds and it's not even the look as much as I feel. The you fact that I mean? we're doing this podcast, right. you haven't said, bro, I got to stop. I got this going on. I, I'm all. feeling pre fatigued and stuff. No, it's, it's, it's a continuous positive it's kind of, thing. It's kind of mind blowing. The energy. I have so much energy that I don't know what to do sometimes. You know yeah, what I mean? Cause man. my body's not constantly trying to fucking, you know, flush this shit out. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, you don't have to do it as, as fast as me for sure. You know what I mean? That's just, that's something for me personally that that's working for me. Well, you know it just I mean? goes to show people that if you do get serious about something and you really do make it a lifestyle thing, yeah. you're going to get the results. Yeah, and that's, that's the secret. If anybody wants to know, don't diet. You just, you know, I know I said it earlier, but it's a life change. You know, even intermittent fasting, it's not a diet. It's just a way of eating. It is. And you can do that without even changing your your actual Yeah, don't be afraid of it. It's diet. really pretty easy. But if you do decide to eat better yeah. while you're doing that, you're going to get that much more of yeah, a positive result. And that's one of the issues I, not issues I have with it, but if you're healthy, you could technically, in your eating window, get all your caloric intake in and eat kind of anything you want and still be you wouldn't gain, you know what I mean? There's a guy who, uh, he's on YouTube and I think it's called the snake diet. And just to prove, and it's just basically he eats one hour a day and all of his calories though, like three or 4,000 calories Jesus. and he fasts to prove that he could stay healthy. 
he just finished a documentary where he ate McDonald's for 30 days. And that's all he ate. And this at guy's the end, a freak, though. Oh, my God. At the end of it, he had the body of a fucking Olympic runner. Now, he's gifted with that already. He, he was already started out. Yeah, he sounds like an asshole. It'd kill me. You know? <laughs> you know? I'm not going to do that. But he was more just trying to show the pa- that's how powerful fasting is. It's true. Yeah. Well, there was this one thing I saw. One of the most mind-blowing body transformations I ever saw in my life was this swimmer. This guy trained himself to swim across the English Channel. So he was going from France to England. Jesus. And to do this in one you know, go, what he did was he built up his fat reserves. He had over 20 pounds of fat he put onto his body. I mean, and then at the same time, he was working out so um, consistently every day, you know, and so vigorously that his heart had built up to like, I think it was three times the strength of a normal like athlete's wow. heart. Wow. Like he was in a healthy way, yeah. It ship. wasn't like yeah. it wasn't like some you know obese person. Right. He had built the strength up in his heart and his lungs, but mostly his heart to just pump blood and yeah. continuing pumping yeah. blood when he would be fatigued. So what he did was he got to this point when he started swimming across where his body just hit this wall and it goes, oh, fuck, we we burned up what was in your stomach and in your right. intestines. So then it went immediately into overdrive yeah. and started working on that 20 pounds. I think it was closer to 30 pounds yeah. of fat. And by the time he got to the other side, that fat was gone. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy, That's dude. Insane. That's pure fuel. Yeah. But to be able to put that on your body and then and still be working out hard enough and that you're well, I mean, swimming in good insane. enough shape yeah. to fucking do something yeah. like that. You're actually a ultra, ultra super athlete. Absolutely. But yeah. you look like you're fat. Yeah. And that was what was funny because when he got in the water, he looked like a chunky dude. And right. when he gets out, he's out, like, cut. Yeah. I was like, that's That's fucking, fucking crazy. Epic. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's the thing is like, so a little bit of the older generation, like if I tell my mom I'm fasting or something, that's they freak out. But I got food chilling right here. I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm you, fucking, you got you know a couple I mean? of meals. Yeah. So it's like, I don't have to worry about that. Like there will be a point that I won't have that. Yeah. You're that's, you know I mean? that's like that's kind of my, you're at. my point that's where you're at. Exactly. So like, you know, I'm good. I'm good for that. So like when I'm fasting at first, I was a little nervous. Am I, am I lightheaded? What's in my, is my left arm going nuts? It's like, no, I feel fucking great. You know what I mean? Because my body's like, Oh cool. We're doing this. I I'm, I'm, I'm chilling with this fat. Like a good way to look at it is you got a refrigerator that you can put food in, right? You can, you just got a limited amount. You can put food in there, but eventually if you get too much food, you got to go down the basement and fucking freezer. True. Dad. Right. The freezer can store all kinds of shit and you can put more freezers in the basement. Mm-hmm. That's your fat storage, your sugar, your, your immediate source is your refrigerator that gets burnt up. And that's what your body wants. You want to get, you need, we need to get down in the, the perishables. Let's put the yeah. perishables yeah. in there. The stuff that's yeah. readily, you want to get it burnable. to where you are burning fat. You know what I mean? Once you become fat adaptive, that shit's fucking falling off. <sighs> that know? good fat. That good fat. Because people will be like, man, I lost a bunch of weight. And you lost water weight. Yeah. You, you, you took a shit. I, I, you know what I mean? I'm about to take a three-pound piss. Exactly. So getting fat adaptive is not an easy thing. Fasting will get you into ketosis faster than going on the keto diet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, keto is great, but nothing is going to get you fasting, get you into ketosis really fast. That's, I mean, yeah, when you're setting up a calorie deficiency, yeah. um, that's the best way to burn off those calories. Yeah. It's, it's wow. It's and stress science. is a big thing. Like when you're highly stressed, your body will sense the stress. So it signals that it's in distress and will produce more insulin. 
So it actually will make fat out of nothing to protect you. So keep the stress levels down. Smoke a little bit of weed. Thanks, body. Chill out. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. And there's a, we'll definitely get into in a later podcast. I, I want people to be able to reach out if they have any questions about cannabis and the types of cannabis and how they affect the body in Absolutely. different performance yeah. issues or relaxation or recreation. Yeah. Because I've done a lot of that research. Yeah. The nice thing now is, is that there's so much studying out there and you, you're so knowledgeable on it. So we can be able to get some no bullshit. That is my expertise. Yeah. So So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I I look forward to sharing that and and people, that's one of my, that is my passion. So when somebody says, how do I get off pharmaceuticals and transition into cannabis? I don't want to be high and I don't want to be paranoid. and I don't want to be anxious and I don't want to be high quote unquote, which is the number one thing that I hear from people and understandable. How can I get the benefits without without being paranoid and, Mm -hmm. and and not feeling like this isn't what I want to be doing, which is the most relatable experience for most people with cannabis, especially if you don't live in a cannabis friendly area because of the stigma that goes with it. We're blessed to be out here on the West coast where cannabis is a friendly thing and we're more open-minded and we know that it's shit that people would go to prison for now is just like an everyday, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's medicine, it's medicine medicine, and we're able to go to the store and go get medicine, um, and all sorts of varieties and flavors and some that are way too potent for even the most experienced users. So that's why I like when I get to enlighten people about how to most, you know, enjoy and utilize cannabis in, in the proper way for them, because it's different for everybody. Um, I smoke a lot more than your average smoker, but I smoke by mood and, um, and I know what I'm smoking and I know it's effects and I know what I'm going to get out of it. I got it dialed in by, I got it too dialed in. Um, and that's what I, I, I love about it is that it is so adaptable and so personalized and individualized for people when they, Hey man, this is my style and this is what my goals are and stuff. So, So there's things for you that instead of Vicodins, instead of Xanax, yeah. instead alcohol. of Valiums, yeah. instead of Celexa, instead of alcohol, yeah. like, I mean, Jesus, the number one most readily available thing that everybody yeah. can go get. Yeah, my mom was prescribed way back in the day Prozac when her father died, and she says that it's so severe that she doesn't even see in color when she doesn't take it. Wow. You know what I mean? And That's now, rewiring the brain. Yeah. And now we've got her, you know, she's got fibromyalgia and, you know, Marijuana edibles helps her tremendously, tremendously. Oh man! You know I mean, so I would say you guys have an absolute wealth of knowledge here with Sean, and you know, message us with some questions. Send them to Carlton Tattoos at Gmail dot com, and uh, I'll forward them straight to him. And let's answer some questions on the next podcast because uh, you guys are lucky to have someone that knows this much about marijuana. Please, please, anything across the spectrum, any type of cannabis questions, um, I mean, or even been, other drug stuff, because yeah. like I said, I've, I've been studied experience. this for every, forever. Yeah. yeah, and I've done a lot of uh, substance abuse um, research and work. So, um, like I said, you know, I've been sober for a long time, and I just like to be a healthy happy person who enjoys life because i can see somebody being out there that's interested and they've had a bad experience and you know you can guide them into what's going to work for them yeah everybody's had a bad experience i mean shit i can't tell you how many times i've smoked the wrong joint or well just like you know some people will start out and get a shitty tattoo and it shies them away from these amazing tattoos that they can get 
Someone you, somebody you got fucked up on some pot that was weird that you didn't know what the fuck it was. You didn't have education. I can see that. I can see someone being like, fuck it. But there's pro- there's so many benefits. It can be a really good tool for your life. Yeah. There's so many benefits. Some of the best artists I've ever known in my life were like, man, I would never paint without smoking first. Yeah, I mean, some I of the best tattoos I've gotten have been people because they had to smoke first. And I'm like, do whatever you got to do. Do what exactly? <laughs> yeah, let's take a break so you can smoke more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, do you need to take your break now? Yeah. I'm totally cool with that. And that's that's one of the wonderful things about cannabis is you don't feel like the guy's taking a shot of right. whiskey, right. you know, or doing a line of coke. Right. It's like, oh, it's just all about being educated, like anything. Just educate yourself, and this is a great starting point. So uh, send Sean some questions, please. Sweet. Well, that feels like... Yeah, I think this is probably a good spot. Nice. We'll wrap it up, and uh, I know we got a bunch of stuff for next time, so we'll probably put one of these out in a couple of days. Anyway. Yeah, I um, I had a great experience this first um, episode, and I look forward to doing this again because I just love hanging with you, Josh. Awesome, man. So um, I hope we get, get at it sooner rather than later. I appreciate it, man. All right, guys, again, thank you so much for joining us, and I look forward to seeing you next time.